Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Dance number three. The Reuben Melt. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as a house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of the menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food. Good people. Dance number three in Aurora off Havana and Park in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's the key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. KKSE Parker, home of the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I like Vic Lombardi. You go to Denver, very few Lombardis. You know, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine. And I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my height. I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will. But uh, you got a big crowd out there. Yeah. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment. You know, it's yeah. all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. No smooth jazz this morning. We're just going to dive right into it. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. James Barilat, Will Peterson, you know me as HW, him as Manchester. Vic, be with us momentarily. The doctor is parking. Let's just go ahead and be honest with the uh, with the audience. All right, doctor He's is, in the parking garage. He's in the garage. Allegedly. Takes about nine minutes uh, to get from our garage to our studio, but that is a different story. On the show today, you will hear from Nuggets head coach Michael Malone at 745. Um, obviously a situation with the Nuggets yesterday. Michael Malone is 
ready to meet with the media, and all of a sudden Will Barton goes down with some sort of an injury. Michael obviously stops his media session, goes to check on Will Barton, hopefully get an update on one of the Nuggets' key bench players this year, maybe their sixth man at 745 with Coach. At 815, Broncos cornerback Akib Tlaib. Uh, Akib is always great. We'll see how he feels after the 23-10 to loss to the Giants. The Vertical's Michael Lee will join us at 9 o'clock. Vertical, uh, you know it from Adrian Wojarnowski, now at ESPN. Um, but the Vertical lives on. And then Jeff Legwald in studio from 9.15 until 10 o'clock. I can't wait for the 9 o'clock hour. I've got some numbers for Jeff. I actually have some numbers for my hot take as well. I've been doing research. I have a feeling he's going to slow play you again. And I think they're pretty exciting. I have a feeling Jeff's going to slow play you again. Well, how so? Well, he's going to just talk slowly and not talk about what I'm talking about. Under his breath. You know, you know how dad does when he's angry but doesn't want to show his anger? Is he going to be like you and not want to talk about facts when the facts don't support his case? Hi, Jack, by the way. I talked about facts yesterday. I don't know. What what facts did I miss? (laughs) I I agreed with you. Wait till you get a load of the stats I've got in about... 15 minutes. Holy Is this cow. your hot take? Holy cow. I mean, it's eye-opening. Came in early, fired up the computer. I was ready to go. You know how much I hate numbers guy, right? Oh, see, here we go. That's what I'm saying. You hate numbers guy. But if if you have numbers to substantiate the case that that Trevor Simeon has struggled, I don't need numbers. Well, I, I don't need numbers. I can see my, see my eyes. I'm watching the game. Well, how come that wasn't I, good enough last year when I said... Hey, I can see with my eyes this guy isn't a big time quarterback. Why wasn't it we, good enough? We had why numbers. Didn't I, why did I hear eight and six? Why did I hear? Uh, what if his? What if these numbers were Paxton Lynch's numbers? Thirty eight hundred yards, eighteen but touchdowns, football numbers. What now? The numbers don't count. Here's your problem, though. Here's what you don't understand. Oh. Football numbers are not independent. They never will be. You're not running a track meet here. He's not so, running a four hundred. So who we who we blaming? Is this because of his receivers? Is it because of his tight ends? Is it because of his offensive line? Because I was told all those positions were upgraded. I was told by all the people who called me all sorts of names on Twitter and on the text line for months, uh, hey, idiot Manchester, their offensive line is better. And I said, oh, really? Because they got a cast off from Dallas, a cast off from the Raiders. They got a rookie left tackle, and they got a guy the Eagles didn't want. That's going to make their offensive line better. Now, when we're mid-October, and Trev, everybody's guy we got to coddle, isn't looking very good, it's the offensive line's fault, and how could they possibly put him behind this group? Okay, all right. So you're going to pin that on the quarterback? It's always on the quarterback, dude. Nobody else gets that free pass. Did Peyton Manning get that free pass in 2015? Here's what came to me in my sleep. Here's what came to me. And this is what troubles Trevor Simeon. They can't run a seven-step drop offense here. They can't do it. They can't do it because he hears footsteps, and he has people in his face. So what happens is in that seven-step drop offense where he's got his back to the line of scrimmage, his back to the defense, and there's no play action because the run game isn't working, he is screwed, absolutely screwed because the pressure's on, and he's going to his very first read. Why is he going to his very first read? Because he knows he's going to get hit. So he doesn't take the time to go through his progression. 
And I'm sure that Mike McCoy, his offensive coordinator, is saying to him, dude, what the hell? You had three guys open. Go through your progression. And in his head, he's saying, dude, I can't get through my progression. These seven steps are killing me because I can't get anybody blocked up front. Now, that's not... That, that sounds like an excuse. I'm not... Yes. I'm not here's the, here's the difference. major excuse. Here's the difference. Here's the difference, though. If you have a slippery quarterback who can get through that progression faster or get out of the pocket, that case is solved. But you can't run the offense you want to run. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Do you guys see them being able to run a seven-step drop with this offensive line? I don't know. Consistently? I, I, Come I, on. I, I think to you blame want, the offensive you, again, line is weak. Use your eyes. Use Jared your eyes. Bowles has been damn good. He's been very good. All right. Well, you're not going to see. If, if you guys aren't going to justify some other issues, then. Fine. So, so Can you run a seven-step drop offense with this offensive line? That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking sure. who the better quarterback sure. is. Sure. You can. Sure. Okay. Could Peyton Manning take a seven-step drop or do whatever he wanted to do in his last season here behind his offensive line? No. He couldn't do it, right? No. Okay. But yesterday, that resulted in a lot of breaking out. Here's the average time per uh, per pass play that, that Trevor Simeon gets, trying to make line out excuses for him. And when I did that, when Peyton Manning mm-hmm. had ten interceptions midway through that season, it was, oh, look at the excuses for noodle arm. It's just, it's such a double standard. But well, here's the thing. If your theory is right. Dude, nobody was, nobody remember, see, here's the problem you're making. Nobody cares what you thought about that three years ago. We're talking about now. Oh, I, know the problem is nobody wants to remember their double standards. Well, who, who, I who, remember. Who, who's everybody? What are you talking about? I remember. About? There's, there's, you weren't the even problem. on the radio so, three years ago. Sorry, nobody, I'm going to remember it, but here's the deal. If your theory is right, that their offensive line is such a hot mess and such garbage, here's an idea. Play the mobile quarterback. Play the quarterback that can make plays with his feet. Play the quarterback who, all training camp, all we all we heard was, hey, let's tackle every time he I tucks want, the ball and you're run. Right, you're you right. know what? Maybe tuck the ball and run guy would be a good option right now. In this situation, I don't disagree. And wow. that's where we come to terms. In this situation where you can't run the offense you wish to. See, I really believe coaches at heart are stubborn. And the stubbornness is hard to overcome at times. Coaches that can remove their stubborn nature are usually the more effective coaches. If your offense cannot work because the personnel do not allow it to work, by God, change your offense. Change your approach. If your quarterback only thrives in certain situations, give him those situations. If your quarterback can't move, go get a quarterback that can move. And that's where we agree. And I know you don't like when I point out stuff I said, but who said months and months and months ago... Coaches are typically cowardly and stubborn, and they only switch to the guy when they have to. And I brought up, well, they would have never played Brett Favre if Don Mikowski hadn't gotten hurt. They would have never played Deshaun Watson if Tom Savage hadn't gone out and looked like garbage. That's It happens over and over and over in this league. They always go with the conservative guy. They always go with the guy who looks good at the chalkboard. They always go with the guy who can answer a pop quiz question on a Thursday correctly, as opposed to going with the guy who, when he's on the field, makes plays. Hell, we saw it in this town. I mean, how dumb was it of John Fox to go with Kyle Orton over Tim Tebow? Seriously, how dumb was was that? It was dumb. Guys, at the time, nobody knew what Tim Tebow could do. I mean, it's easy. This hindsight crap is so talk radio. It's not hindsight. It's so talk radio. I said it at the time. I argued with Mark Tisdale. You said this. You said that. You were right on everything. Okay. Okay. So if somebody does say it, it's hindsight. And 
we can't talk about it. No, so let, just, let's just let's just give a free pass to all the people in town who didn't say it. I argued with Mark Kisla and Eric Goodman every single morning about it because okay. I was on the radio at that time. So I argued about it over and over and over again. Ah, hindsight. Nobody right, knew. Write it. this down. I want it to be known that Aaron Rodgers should be the quarterback of the Broncos. Oh, write it down. And, and yeah. in hindsight, and because, go back and look because at Because that's what I've Come said. on. Come on. No, but Vic, it does shock me that 24 hours later, you're coming in and kind of backing up Trev a little bit. Oh, it's, what of do you mean backing up? Of course, dude. I'm not backing you him up. You came in and just spent three minutes talking about how crappy the old line was. No, I'm telling that's you. That's what why, bothers Manchester. I'm telling you why it's not working. I'm giving you, I'm giving you reasons it's not working. It's hey, not working because he's not a very good quarterback. That's the breaking but, news. But why is he not a very good quarterback? Because why is he, he was a seventh round pick but, out but of Northwestern. Why, why is he effective at times and unaffected? Effective at other times. He was going to go Why? sell insurance or real oh, estate. Let me, let me answer the question. See, that is just a ridiculous thing. Let me so, answer the question. Ask, who's a better raw quarterback right now? He or, or Paxton Lynch? Paxton Lynch. Okay. Raw? Raw. Paxton Lynch without okay. a doubt. So then why isn't he playing? Because the coach is a coward and wants to go oh, with the okay. guy who answers the so, pop well, quiz right on the, Thursday. What was the coach last year? Was he a coward too? So is every coach a coward? Most of them are. So yes. every coach in your eyes is a coward. Yes, because they'd so rather go nine and seven and protect their job, dude. Sweeping statements are ridiculous. They would rather ridiculous. go nine and seven and protect their job. Let me tell you why he's not an effective quarterback mm-hmm. all the time. Because when everything's on schedule, and as Nikki Javala pointed out yesterday, when he has a perfect pocket, he's pretty good. You know what? There every are quarterback 50 is that quarterbacks way. Yes. who are good in that I situation. Get it. I get it. That's why when a a coordinator designs an offense. He designs it not to chaos, not to, oh, my God, he's quarterback, so he can get hit. He designs it to everything is working. Well, do you see what I'm saying here? It doesn't do, always I work. Mean, but do you see what I'm saying? Can, can we get through all this mud and get to the bottom line? When a coordinator looks at the big board, he says, this guy does that, this guy does that, and if this guy does that, then we got this. And that's where they like Trevor Simeon. In this offense, that is not going to be the case. Because crap's in the not working. Line. All over, not just O line. No, okay. quarterback decisions, running back decisions. Here's, here's the problem Everyone. I have. The problem is this quarterback cannot adapt to chaos. Here's no, he can't that's, at all. That's his. And you know what? In this problem. town, we've seen examples of that. Why was Jake Plummer better than Brian Greasy? Why he could adapt to chaos? Correct. You're Why exactly was Tim Tebow right. better than Kyle Orton? He wasn't better. He was just adapt. Oh. He adapted to chaos, that's all. He wasn't better. It's not even the first break and I'm almost cussing. Balderdash. He was so much better than Kyle Orton here. Come on. Better at what? Better at what Winning exactly? freaking football games. He wasn't a entertaining better quarterback. People. Entertaining Winning people. Winning playoff yes. Entertaining games. people, yes. He was better than Kyle Orton. Kyle, The Kyle Orton You're era here was the most boring mm. era since Craig Penrose. I'm with Manchester. The I'm, records okay. speak for themselves that listen, year. Listen. You don't want hindsight. I'm the guy who says, hey, why don't we try to learn from history around here? Why don't we try to go, well, why was Jake Plummer better than Brian Greasy? Why was Tim Tebow better than Kyle Orton? Why don't we do it again here? But no, let's not learn from hindsight. Let's not learn from the mistakes people have made in the past. Let's just act like all the damn transplants who weren't even here when any of that happened. Sorry, I was here. I was a fan what, of the team at what that you point. Need, you I'm know what tired you need? of this. You need, a, you need a very slippery, fast, run first, think on his feet quarterback. In this Gee, offense. If only they had one. Or if only one of those guys was a free agent. They don't God. have one. That's the problem. I'd like to see. They don't. I'd like to see. You don't think they have a slippery, fast, they run don't. first quarterback? No, they got a six foot seven dude who's bigger oh, than. God. No, that's not. Was that slippery? Are you kidding me? Go watch him play. Like the Vic Lombardi to. show. He played two and a half games. 
altitude 950 denver's all sports station Crackman and harris coming up tuesday Crackman and harris ryan will break down the film and tell us just how awful the broncos were against the giants you're not going to like these plays but you're going to learn a lot just like your broncos and that's why they're going to win against the chargers coming up also losing to the giants where does this rank amongst bad broncos home losses tune in tuesday Crackman and harris every weekday afternoon three to six only on altitude 950 you're driving minding your own business then boom you're rear-ended just another ordinary day for the insurance company but not for you you need to know your rights you need the bell and pollock legal game plan bell and pollock's legal game plan gives you the rules so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company bell and pollock our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Since 2001, Ideal Home Loans has helped thousands of Coloradans get into the home loan that works for them. And we've had a number of radio and television personalities who have chosen Ideal Home Loans for their own personal mortgage. And when you hear them talk about us, it's because they've called us to ask our advice on what they should do for their own personal mortgage situation. You don't want to miss out on the lowest interest rates of the year by calling Ideal Home Loans today at 303-867-7000 to take advantage of 30-year fixed rates of 37 with an APR at 3.904%. Have you noticed how fast homes are selling in your area? We've seen home values go up as much as 30%. That means you could eliminate mortgage insurance even if you bought in the last year or two or consolidate bills, pay off debt, and save money every month. And you may not even need an appraisal. To find out more, call us today at 303-867-7000 or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal opportunity lender regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size 
your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body, all within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant, and soon your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. There is a delay on southbound I-25 approaching the Greenland Road exit to the south where there's an accident clearing. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. You're on I-70. A crash westbound at Kipling has backed up traffic to around Harlan and trying to recover eastbound 6th Avenue. Earlier accidents approaching Federal that are cleared now. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Denver and Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. When our running game's clicking, that helps him to play in a more relaxed form. You know, to, you know, to throw uh, that many passes, you know, for a young quarterback, it's sometimes not good for a young quarterback, even though he has success doing it. He threw for a ton of yards, but our formula is different. It's 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 run, it's play pass. That's where he's been more efficient for you know for this offense. So that that part hurt us last night, not running the football well. And this is where I do agree with Manchester. I mean, you could apply that logic to any quarterback, any quarterback. Yeah, if the run game's working, of course every quarterback's going to play better. Name a quarterback who wouldn't play better if the run game's working. Name one. Of course. So to all of a sudden say. Well, because the run game's not working, Trevor's struggling. That's, that's horse cocky. I agree with you. Sometimes a quarterback has to do more. Not sometimes, all the time. And the great ones do. That's where we agree. All this other crap you're bringing to the table today, these stats and these numbers, we already see this. In fact, let's go ahead and kick off with Manchester, because he's got the numbers. Our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Sus Buick GMC. No dealership fee ever at Sus. It's Manchester's Hot Take. I love the setup of, uh, we don't care about the numbers, but let's go to the guy with the numbers. So, I mean, you did the uh, research. Here we go. Uh, what was the word Vance Joseph used during the offseason for what he'd like to see this offense have juice, juice through five games, pretty juiceless. VJ, a few numbers to support that. The last three games, we all know, sixteen, sixteen, and ten points on the scoreboard. Not real juicy. Longest TD run of the season, guys, twenty-three yards. Their average touchdown run has been twelve. That actually isn't bad. How about the longest TD pass of the year? 22 yards. Do you know how long the average Trevor Simeon touchdown pass is this, is this year? Eight yards. Ten. Ten yards is your average touchdown pass. TD passes to your high-paid wide receivers. Two for Emmanuel, zero for DT. How about this one? Total plays over 40 yards through five games. Total. Three. 
One C.J. Anderson 40-yard run, one pass to D.T. for 40 yards, and one pass to Virgil Green for 44. There's no juice on this offense at all. It's the opposite of juicy. Now they put up 42 points against the Cowboys. Everybody wants to talk about juice. Yeah, well, you know what? You had a 10, a 16, a 6, and a 2-yard touchdown pass. That ain't juice. It's being at point-blank range and being able to throw a three-yard pass. How do you how do you get juice? You're going to change everyone? You're going to fire the offensive coordinator? You're going to fire Bill Musgrave? No. You need to change the quarterback, and now is the week to do it. It's the most winnable game of their next four. We talked about the three road games. You know who they come back with after the three-game road trip? New England. New England. At the Chargers, at Kansas City on a Monday night, at Philadelphia, home against New England. There's a fun four-game stretch. Mm. If you're four and two, if you win this week heading into those three games, you got a little bit of hope. If you're three and three, you're toast. And if you make a switch after this week, that's unfair to who you switch to. Hey, Paxton, here you go. Enjoy Monday night at Kansas City, then at Philadelphia, and then home against New England. Way to, way to help him get his feet wet. Don't hey, make excuses. Hey, Brock. Don't make excuses. Here you go. Let's let, let's let Trevor play the six easy games, and then you get to get thrown into the deep end of the pool. You're making excuses. You accuse us of excuses. Those are excuses. <laughs> All right. But you accuse us, you accuse us of excuses. What's a tougher game mm-hmm. at the Chargers or at Kansas City on a Monday night? What's a tougher game? At Kansas City. Okay. But they can both be tough. Go ahead, Will. I mean, they can both be tough for a young quarterback. Doesn't matter where you play. The if, Giants if you're were making, tough. If you're making your first start of the season, what's a tougher place to play? At Kansas City or at L.A.? At Kansas City. At Philadelphia or in a soccer stadium? Is it easier to throw the ball on the line? At home against Bill Belichick or on the road against Anthony Lynn and his Chargers? Is it easier to throw the ball when the line blocks or not? Okay, so I said yesterday, <laughs> I said yesterday, I mean, remember you, you how you yes, felt no at questions? halftime. Remember how you felt at halftime about Trevor Simeon. Because as you get further from the game, it's going to be excuse time. And here we go. Nikki Javala, 2.65 seconds per pass. And here you go. It's I'm not all the offensive No, man, let's keep watching this. Let's keep watching the longest touchdown pass, 22 yards. The average touchdown pass, 10 yards. 40, 40 yard plays, three in five games. Let's keep watching it. Let's not change crap. Let's not change anything. You know what? Vic's answer. Let's go get five offensive linemen. Well, I mean, you it's all ask me, what's the alternative? The offensive line sucks. Should we go get five new ones? Cause they went and got four new ones this year and that hasn't solved it. Maybe it's the effing quarterback. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the quarterback. You're going to have an aneurysm. I'm trying to help you. You're having an aneurysm with the same thing you say every single day. Nothing changes. You say the same thing with different numbers. Nothing changes. We get it, dude. You don't like the way quarterbacks. We get it. All right. All right. Let me go with a different hot take. I, I just don't, don't understand. I don't understand what else. What else? What, 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 I mean, do you think you'll arrive at a number or something where all of a sudden it's going to change everyone's so mind? The Bucks we watched the same game struggling. you did. I don't we know if you guys the saw same him against game. Arizona. They couldn't stop a quarterback making his first start. Then they go to Oregon State. Oregon State's not particularly <laughs> good. They couldn't do anything there. So what's the problem? Is it Jim Levitt? Is it Jim Levitt not being there? He's up in Oregon. Maybe that's the problem because it's all Next a matter of who take. got the ball last. In a CU game. 
It's this hot take. Let's take a look at the NBA schedule kicking off tonight, shall we? Because the Nuggets kick off the night after tomorrow in Utah. Tonight, you got two featured games on the schedule. Boston at Cleveland, which will no doubt be the matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals. Then the late game is Houston at Golden State. Pay no mind to that game because Golden State always starts a little slowly. What I do want you to pay mind to is this. Did you guys hear what Charles Barkley said? Charles Barkley, who gets paid a lot of money to be an analyst for TNT on the NBA, pays a lot of money to open his mouth after every game. He said, I'm going to have to fake it again this year and pretend that every team has a chance when I know full well that it's going to be Cleveland versus Golden State in the NBA Finals. People don't want to believe that. People want to pretend there's a chance for everybody, but there really isn't. We all see what it is, and it's Golden State and Cleveland, barring injury. Now, when you have to hope for injury, that's a bad thing. That's bad for your league, in my opinion. Nobody wants to hope that another team gets injured. But I agree with Charles. I mean, look at the championship odds to win. Golden State favored 5-8 to eight to win the NBA championship. Number two on that list, Cleveland at 7-2. to Every other team is pretty much far-fetched to win the NBA title. By the way, the Denver Nuggets do make the top 12. They are 125-1 to one to win the NBA title. 125-1. to one. 66 to win the Western Conference. So they are on the list. Bottom line is, I'm like Charles. We know who's playing in the finals. Enjoy the season for what it is. Enjoy the glamour. Enjoy the competitive nature of some of these games. But we all know in May there are going to be two teams standing, and those two teams are Golden State and Cleveland. This Next hot take. December 8th, 2011, being a fan of, the, of an NBA team outside of a big market is like rooting for the Washington Generals. Nice lead. It's hard. Turn. So it's six, that's a six-year-old story. It's HW's hot take. The Avs are in Nashville tonight. Avs are four and two, haven't played uh since Saturday night down in Dallas. Lost that game three one. Their two losses this year, they've scored one goal in each. Lost three one and lost four one. The four wins they've scored at least three goals uh while getting some superb goaltending. I think this game tonight in Nashville is bigger than most folks realize. The Avs come home for four of their next five. You really want to go into this homestand at five and two with some momentum feeling like this great start was real and sustainable. Hey, if you lose two in a row, it's not the end of the world by any stretch, but to stay hot and to stay ahead of the pack and come home with a chance to really get a hot start. We're talking nine and two, ten and three, somewhere in that realm. A win tonight in Nashville is big. Uh, I expect Varley to be in the net. Hasn't played since Saturday. Played well again on Saturday. He's really played well all year. But just to keep this momentum rolling, it would be nice to see the Avs go into Nashville and beat a division opponent, a team that was in the Stanley Cup Finals last year, on their ice and come home feeling like they can get out of the gate very quickly with a hot start. Five and two feels like a hot start. Four and three feels like, and they were six and six last year. Exactly. So go five and two, keep these good uh, vibes going, and then you can come home for four or five, including home games against St. Louis, Dallas, and Chicago. And hopefully, you know, run out of the gate with 20 points in your first 13 games. Chris in Fort Fun has this text. I've never been a supporter of James Simeon take, but you have to admit the evidence keeps getting stronger and stronger. But Paxton isn't the answer. 
Because uh, we, we know that from two and a half games. We can watch 20 games of the other guy, and people insist they're not seeing what they're seeing. And then when you bring numbers to the argument, they don't want to hear the numbers. But we've seen two and a half games of the other guy, and we know that for a fact. That's amazing to me. 0787, thank you, Vic. He says the same damn thing every effing day, expecting some kind of different result. Well, you know what? If people would stop making excuses for the guy and we'd have to stop watching this crap every single Sunday, I'd stop saying it. But until something changes, what do you want me to talk about? You know what? We can you have, have a four A. The problem is you have this war against the media. No, it be against, has, you, has lost four hundred and fifty jobs in a shutdown. Today you're going off on Nikki Javala. I mean, why do you, why is it every day you have to go off on a member the of the media? Stock indexes post a slight gain. Winning streak extends on strength of financial and technology companies. That's two big sectors we should be excited about. And Sears sinks as a key investor. Do we have that Berkowitz smooth jazz to leave the board. I don't have any idea what I just read, but I read all the words that were in front of me. I mean, what do people? What do you want to talk about? Something other than the same thing we talk about every Fine. day on the so show. So what's your solution? I brought a solution. Change the quarterback. What's your solution? I don't disagree Fire with you. the head coach. Fire the offensive coordinator. Change the offensive line. Go I've... get some new receivers. The Giants were able to find some. What do we want to do? But if yesterday the, if yesterday the head coach had gone to the stage and said we're going to switch coaches, I would have said, okay, that's, that's fine. But he didn't. What do you want me to do about it? You want me to have a, a conniption? You want me to go into convulsions like you're doing it every morning? What do you want me to do? No, I'm not going to do it anymore. What do you want me to do? I'm not. I'm done. I'm done with it. We're going to talk about something else. Let's talk about, I mean, you, Aaron Judge. Boy, did you guys see him last night? You're let's, acting like a 12-year-old didn't just, get his candy. Let's just report exactly what's happening as opposed to talk about what should happen. Michael Malone at 7.45, Akib Tlaib at 8.15. Talk you got about the Vic Lombardi Show. Football. That'll draw Get that in. smooth jazz for the next segment, would you? Hot Takes has been brought to you by Sus Buick GMC, south of Mississippi on Havana in Aurora. Who's the man? Jokic goes to work. Hot shot, Crowd loves it. Joker is the man. We should just start naming that pass the Jokic. Baby, I'm kidding. Jokic in a three. See what I mean? Got it the horn. USDA certified journey begins Wednesday when the Nuggets visit the Jazz on the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Hey, it's Moj for my good buddy Tom Yazwa and Caliber Home Loans. I've known Tom for over 20 years. 14 of those, he's been in the mortgage business. Now, Tom, I know you do regular mortgages, but... The renovation loan is really cool. How does it work? Moe's renovation loans allow you to purchase or refinance and renovate the property all with one loan. So let's say you want to buy a new home. A high percentage of the properties you look at are not perfect. In fact, some of them need a lot of updating. So a renovation loan allows you to remodel, repair, or replace just about anything. So you're remodeling your home before you even move in. Works the same way with refinances. Let's say you want to do a major remodel, but you don't have quite enough equity to get cash out. Well, you can refi and renovate your home and put all the costs into one new loan. The key is, is that we're loaning you money based on the after-improved value of the property. Call Tom at Caliber Home Loans today, 303-668-4499. That's 303-668-4499. 
owner-occupied and investor loans are available. NMLS 379218, licensed in the state of Colorado. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan O'Halloran. And I'm Kirk Yockey, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 tomorrow. I'm Jeff Gannett, CEO of Macy's. And I'd like to introduce the new and improved Macy's Star Rewards, a simpler rewards program starring you. Silver status means 25% off any day you choose with Star Passes. Gold status means getting free shipping with no minimum plus the silver status benefit. Platinum status means 5% back in rewards every day with your Macy's card. No merchandise exclusions plus gold and silver status benefits. Macy's Star Rewards, exclusive to Macy's cardholders. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. Sleep.com. That's inspiresleep.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's an accident westbound Arapaho Road at Parker, so do expect some slower traffic through that stretch. Traffic brought to you by Applebee's. Trying to recover from an accident westbound I-70 after Kipling. Watch for delays there. Eastbound 6th Avenue running slow from earlier accidents right around Federal. Try Applebee's 2 for 20 to get two full-size entrees and an appetizer to share. All for only 20 bucks. No time to dine. Order online and pick it up with CarSide to go. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. We have found a solution when things fall asunder on this show. When things get out of control, we just go to smooth jazz. From the text line, 4746... I get sick of watching Trev, too. It's embarrassing for the franchise to trot him out there. It's something a quality franchise should never do. This one's from 3439. I'm a big fan of James. Even bigger now that metabolism left my 20s. But there's a long wait between Hall of Fame quarterbacks. A long wait. You seem to be oh, in a hurry. Need approach. Let's just suck for 10 years because we already had one. You're mad at life, though. I mean, Hall of Fame quarterbacks come around once every, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, every 30 years. We got two in 20. But you're mad at life. Did the San Francisco you, what, you 49ers mad? say that? Like, you know you, what? We had Joe. He just but he broke his back. And you know what? We had our run. Let's just wait a decade. You make it sound like it's easy to go get another Elway or Manning. Like, nope. hey, there, let's nope. go. I'll let's get it for the 4,000th time. 
The key to the to finding a quarterback is making quick decisions when you realize you don't have one. Okay. And move on and try someone else. All right. They're convincing themselves they can win the same way they won in 2015 with a mediocre quarterback and a great defense. And despite a vast mountain of evidence in front of them, which I'm not allowed to point out, nobody wants to realize that's right. not going to happen. Humor me for a second because you seem to be an expert on quarterbacks. Let's say that they decide to let this season go. Let's say that they followed your plan and just said, screw it. We'll win three games all year. And they ended up with the top pick in the NFL draft. Who's your next Manning or Elway, James? Who I is think it? there's probably three or four guys you that think, have a shot at you it. You think or you know? Yes. You, you think or know. you know? You have no idea. Okay, so if Just you don't like know. we don't know, Paxton Lynch can't play. All right, so if you don't know, and then we're in that same situation two years from now, then what? But at the time, we didn't know if Ryan Leaf or Peyton okay. Manning was the better okay, quarterback. But, like, but, at some point, there's a crapshoot element I'm to the keep, draft, right? Great. I'm going to keep doing what you guys want to do. You just keep taking chances, keep crumbling your season, keep winning three games. Let's just let's just keep doing this until okay, you so, find that next Hall yeah, of Fame quarterback. Okay, right. so here's here's my path. You play Paxton Lynch. You either find out he can play, he's your quarterback in the future, or he's not, and he's terrible. And then you draft, I don't know, pick a guy. The guy up at Wyoming, or the guy from USC, or the guy from UCLA, whatever you pick. What? One of them. What if? What? But what and evidence do you have? What evidence and then you do you have? Another one. Instead, you'd rather stay on this train of seven and nine, and I think that train sucks. That's our. That's our underlying. You're like a coach. You'd rather be eight and eight. Because you know what? Nobody's going to get mad about 8-8. Eight 8-8 eight. Eight and eight ain't going to get fired until you're Jeff Fisher and you do it for 12 consecutive years. I don't. No, I hate, your, I but hate your mediocre. solution is to burn things to the ground. What you don't understand when you burn things to the ground, and if you're a coach, and if you're a member of the front office, if you're everybody involved there, people lose their jobs if okay. you burn things to the I ground. I understand that. So, But you don't care, though. But see, you don't, all you care about is finding the next Hall of Fame. But the reason why it doesn't happen... The reason why people don't take these big risks, as you claim, is because their jobs are on the line. I understand that. So so when you call them cowards, why don't you do something uncowardice and do something crazy? Why don't really? you go do something crazy? Like quit my job with the Denver Broncos I mean, and start a magazine? How what is that? Right. What, what, what's the cowardly move there? So everyone is a coward in your book because they won't do something no out of the box. If, but if you're not doing something because you're afraid to lose your job, which... I think there's one guy on this show who continually goes on and on and on about how people won't say things because they're afraid to lose their job, and it wasn't me. I think that's cowardly. Yes. I don't think Vance Joseph and Mike McCoy, to their core, are cowards. I think not making this decision is cowardly. I think going with Don Mikowski over Brett Favre is cowardly. I think going with Chris Chandler over Brett Favre is cowardly. I think going with Tom Savage over Deshaun Watson is cowardly. Yes, because they want to go with a guy that nobody's going to give him a hard time if it doesn't work out. If you go with the rookie and it doesn't work out in Houston, people are going to be on your butt. Yes, that's cowardly. From the uh, text line 3242, hey, uh, ask the Browns how moving on when you know he isn't a Hall of Fame quarterback works. Or the Bears, build a team that can survive with a game moderator. Survive. Those are two franchises that have been trying to find one for years. Well, the Browns had a game manager in Derek Anderson and decided this sucks and moved on from it. And the Bears went to a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman and decided we don't want to continue doing yeah. this. Why? Because they realized there was a ceiling. Now, you know, I would... What's the difference between 4-12 and 12 and 8-8? Eight and eight? You're not I winning would, a title. You know what? I, and I think it's the person that you keep bringing up, and this texter has it right on, 7555. Manchester has literally no alternative suggestion for the Simeon issue. He keeps bringing up Paxton. Now, Cap would be interesting to entertain. Now, if you kept, if your answer was Kaepernick, 
I'd be more inclined to listen to you. I, I think I'm like a lot of people out there who watch the games. We've seen enough to know that Paxton Lynch isn't your answer. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's played two and a half games, dude. <laughs> okay. Do you want to look at John Elway's stats in his first two and a half games? All right. I mean, you've seen, so in two and a half games, you know it. You know it in two and a half games. That, that he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can, I think Amazing. that's a safe bet. Well, of course that it is. That he's not a Hall of because Fame quarterback. Yeah. One tenth of one percent of quarterbacks turn out to be Hall of Famers. Of course it's a safe bet. But to say you know it over, off two and a half games is silly. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. A well, lot of guys are better in their third game than they are in their first game or I can their tell second you this. game. I can tell you this. There are about 30 people over there who've been in this game for a long time. If they had any inkling or any sliver of hope that he was a Hall of Fame quarterback, he'd have been the starting quarterback yeah. to start the season. And these are the same geniuses who started one and four and insisted Kyle Orton gives us the so, best so chance your to win. An, so your What's answer, the same phrase again, we've heard about again, Trevor Simeon? So your best answer is chance to win. fire them all. Fire them nope. all. Again, what? when did I say that? You just, when did I say fire them all? You just alluded that. I'm just saying they're wrong. They were wrong in 2011 and they're wrong now. Why is that so hard? Why is that so difficult? They're wrong. John Elway is wrong. Vance Joseph is wrong. Mike McCoy is wrong. Bill Musgrave is wrong. Doesn't make them bad people. But just because they're the GM and the head coach and the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach doesn't mean they're right because coaches make mistakes all the time. Why Why is that such a preposterous notion for me to say, I think these guys, even though they're there every day and they see them every day and they watch the film every day, I think they're wrong. Because unless coaches are 100% right, which they're not, it's not a crazy notion. Here's, here's why. Because you thought they were wrong two years ago and they brought home a trophy. And they had a parade downtown. Why don't you look at my pinned tweet, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You didn't criticize them during that season. You didn't have the same woe is me, end of the world mentality. I spent all season defending, defending Peyton Manning out there by myself while the rest of the media was down there laughing their butt off because Peyton Manning was finally getting their come up at his comeuppance. That's what was going on in this town. <sighs> well, don't say I said things I didn't say. Seven five 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 matchers. Manchester wasn't two and a half games. It was every practice. It was two training camps. Mm. He lost. How about the battle that twelve twice. out of twelve practice under separate coaches? Two coaching staffs thought he wasn't Hall well, of Fame. And too. now under two coaching two. staffs, Trevor Simeon has sucked. So if we're going to use the two coaching right. staff thing, let's go with that. Pretty sad. No juice under two Pretty coaching sad. staff. No juice under two offensive Pretty sad line. when he's your best alternative. Who's false is it? He's he your is. best option. Yeah, so was Chris what Chandler and Atlanta. Your guy? So was Chris Chandler and Michael Atlanta. Malone next. Altitude 950 wants to send you to see the Avs take on the Predators in Nashville November 18th. Whoa. Airfare, hotel and game tickets for you and a guest. And we even found you a tour guide. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. It's the Mosier. I will show you the honky-tonk time of your life in Nashville. The best barbecue spots, the best bands, and then it's going to be some awesome hot. Here's how you win the trip to Music City. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. When you hear a greeting from a country superstar. Be that third caller at 303-753-0950. And you're qualified to see the abs in Music City. Only from Altitude 950. Hey guys, Scott Hastings here. You know, when it comes to your health and your quality of life, knowing your numbers is essential. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol and cause weight gain and lose muscle mass. At the Low T Center, they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked. 
Treatment is covered by most health insurance and results in about 20 minutes. Give them a call, 303-451-5698, 303-451-5698, or go to lowtcenter.com. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix a problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay on westbound Arapahoe Road approaching Parker Road where there's an accident in the clearing stages. Traffic brought to you by Applebee's. Seeing your usual delays on southbound I-225 between Parker Road and I-25 and I-25. Northbound is running heavy. Castle Pines Parkway up through to Yale. Try Applebee's two for 20 to get two full-size entrees and an appetizer to share. All for only 20 bucks. No time to dine? Order online and pick it up with car side to go. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Man, I am so pumped. Tomorrow night on these very airwaves, Altitude 950, we've got the first game of the season. The season debut of your Denver Nuggets at the Utah Jazz, 7 o'clock right here on Altitude Radio, and, of course, on Altitude Television. We are privileged and honored to have the head coach, Michael Malone, with us right now. They have another practice today before they uh, set out to Salt Lake City. Coach, appreciate a few minutes this morning. How are you? I'm doing well, and uh, actually it's my privilege and honor to be on with you, Vic. I appreciate it. (laughs) I don't know about that. Hey, so let's get this out of the way. We were talking to you after practice yesterday, and all of a sudden we hear a, a yell from the other side of the court. It was a very scary moment. Will Barton came down on his uh, ankle. It looked like he rolled it. Do you have any updates on Will? You know, it's, uh, as I was sitting there talking to the media after practice and I'm watching this unfold, obviously uh, uh, my, my heart sank for a moment. But thank goodness, you know, uh, after I was done with the media, I went down to the uh, training room, locker room, and uh, Will was in great spirits. He thinks he's going to be fine. Uh, I'm sure he'll be a little bit sore today, but there was nothing major. I think Will will have no problem being a, a full go tomorrow night. So uh, hopefully we dodged a, uh, a major scare yesterday with Will Barton. My God, that kind of stuff scares the hell out of you, especially since practice was over. These guys were just shooting around, getting some shots in. And, you know, things crazy things happen in those situations, it seems. Yeah, it's funny. You know, uh, we have a group of guys when practice is over, they like to play one-on-one. Uh, which, which I encourage, you know, it's a, it's a chance for these guys to compete, to go at each other. And obviously, you never want anybody getting hurt. And so Will was just driving to the basket, playing one on one. He planted, he rolled his ankle slightly, and, uh, I, I think he was probably more scared than anything, Vic. Uh, but once he got downstairs, he got with our training staff, you know, they've given me, um, you know, thumbs up in terms of Will and his ability to play tomorrow night. Oh, good. That's great to hear. All right. I'm going to ask you a question that is vastly unfair, but I'm going to ask it anyway, coach. 
of the players that you had last year that came back to camp this year, now you've seen a full training camp at preseason, which player has made the biggest improvement? Uh, I would say um, Nikola Jokic. Wow. Um, yeah, and, and the reason I say that is uh, just purely from a defensive standpoint. Uh, I, I think, you know, it's a conversation that I had with Nikola at the end of the season. It's a conversation that I had with Nikola when I was in Serbia visiting him and his family, and uh, in, in, even before camp started. Uh, Nikola Jokic on the defensive end of the floor, uh, I'm not saying he's Hakeem Olajuwon, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but his commitment his energy, his aggressiveness have all been, uh, I think, uh, much better than they were last season. Uh, another guy that jumps out in the same regard, I think Will Barton has had a great preseason, done a lot of good things for us. But I just like the fact that those two guys jump out from a defensive standpoint of really committing and buying in and understanding that for us to be the team that we want to be, we all have to improve on that end. And those two have really taken that to heart. Coaches love defense. And when you mention those guys are improved in that area, is that improvement simply want to? Is it skill based? What is it they're doing differently, Coach? I, I think it's a combination. You know, uh, one part of it is we have we made a concerted effort as a as a staff this summer. Uh, you know, my thing was I want to simplify our defense so we don't have guys thinking and not really sure. I wanted to simplify it, and most importantly, I wanted us to be more aggressive. Uh, and I think you could see that very small sample size in five preseason games, but we were scoring a lot more off of our defense. I think 22 points a night off of forced turnovers. So I think one is simplifying it, being more aggressive, and then the second side is guys that made the personal commitment. And that was my message when we started camp up in Boulder a couple of weeks back. Uh, everybody in this room has to commit. We have to buy in. It can't be the same thing last year. Well, we'll just try to outscore teams. Um, we were an exciting team, but ultimately we missed the playoffs by a game. And we and, and, and defense was by far the biggest area of concern and weakness that we had. So I think it's somewhat a coverage answer, but more importantly, I think it's an individual commitment from each of our players. I have to give you credit. Uh, this is Michael Malone on the hotline with us now. You do a great job of keeping secrets. Somebody tried to get it out of you yesterday. Who's going to be your starting point guard? And you said... Last name starts with an M, ends with a Y. So <laughs> gives you a couple options. Um, why is it? I mean, why is it so important to keep that under wraps until tip off? You know, uh, it's not that. You know, um, obviously this is not uh, earth shattering yeah. news, secret news. Um, I'll be honest. You know, we went into the the camp uh, with an open competition, and if you watched all five of our games, and I think he studied us. Uh, not one guy has ran away with that job. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it wasn't like an easy decision uh, to come up with. Okay, listen, well, this guy's clearly a starting point guard because he's dominating. You look at the numbers. Uh, you know, obviously, you had guys like Emmanuel Mude who had a great camp up in Boulder. We go to play at Golden State; he's phenomenal. And then they had some other games where his turnovers were, you know, um, were, were too high for a starting point guard. And then Jamal Murray; he had games where he looked like a twenty-year-old second-year player that. You know, uh, was just out there. Then he had other games where he looked like, okay, this is Jamal Murray that we all came to love last season. So it's not so much me trying to keep a secret, and I already know. To be quite honest, as this has continued to play out, and we we talk about it after every practice, we meet as a staff. Who is going to be our starting point guard? Who's going to give us the best chance to win? Who? complements that group of Gary, Wilson, Paul, and Nicola better than the other guy. So it's really been a day-to-day a, a -day thing, and no, no one's ran away with it, and we're just trying to figure out who's going to give us the best chance to win starting tomorrow night in Utah. Great. Let me ask you specifically about Jamal Murray, because 
Of course, last year he had some injury issues that he dealt with, played the entire season, didn't skip a game, showed some serious courage there. He comes back more complete. It looks like he's confident in his shot again. But how tough is it in your offense, Coach? You're asking your point guard, obviously, to distribute the ball, keep people involved. He's a shoot-first guy. So how tough is it for a point guard to be shoot-first and be a point guard at the same time? You know, I don't think it's that hard for us, you know, uh, because the way we play, you know, we, we play through our bigs, Nikola Jokic and now Paul Millsap, even Mason Plumley. Uh, we allow those guys to be um, playmakers for us. So, you know, part of my frustration uh, during preseason with Jamal was he had the one game where he was out there and he wouldn't shoot the ball. He was turning down open shots. And I got on him and I simply said to him, listen, when you're open, shoot the ball. Because he has, sometimes he has a tendency to turn down open shots to take a shot that is a lot more difficult. And, uh, you know, what I want, and, and it's funny, you look at the numbers, Vic, he goes 10 of 19 from three in the, in the preseason, 53% roughly, and I want him shooting it. So, yes, you know, part of his maturation is as a young guard and a point guard is to be more vocal, run your team. But with the guys that we have on our court and how we play, I think he needs to be more like Gary Harris. Gary Harris ran the floor moved extremely well without the ball, got layup upon layup because he cut hard. And then when he's open, he stepped in and he made his jump shots because he was wide open. So uh, I, I don't think Jamal is going to have any trouble with that. His biggest challenge, once again, is shoot when I'm open. If I'm not open, get off it and make a play for somebody else. I was watching Moutier pretty closely after practice. His jump shot's different. What has he done? What are the subtleties of the new jumper? Well, I think the subtleties are, one, he's uh, he's put a lot of time in, and that's part of it. Obviously, you have to put the work in, you have to get the reps in, and I think he really dedicated himself this past summer to coming back an improved player in all areas. But if you get really technical with his jump shot, if you watch his shot the last two years, a lot of times when Emmanuel would shoot his jump shot, he would shoot on the way down. And it, which doesn't sound like that makes any sense, but a lot of guys will jump up and then they'll release their shot as they're coming down. And I think he's doing a much better job of being on balance and getting his shot up higher. He had a flat jump shot. His jump shot now, he's giving it a lot more uh, arc on his shot, giving it a chance, and he's holding his follow-through. And uh, I, I think I'm proud of Emmanuel because he was challenged when the season ended, biggest summer of his life. He took that to heart, and he came back in the best shape of his life, 10 pounds lighter and an improved basketball player. So, uh, you know, hopefully he can continue to play at a high level for us. couple more here with Coach Malone as the uh, Nuggets get set for practice and then head out to Salt Lake City. Coach, we in the media, you know, we overlook everybody. That's what we do, except for Golden State. You're playing Utah tomorrow night, and the immediate reaction is, well, Utah lost Hayward. They're done. But you know that. You know better than most. Tell us what, what kind of obstacles Utah poses, especially at home. Well, obviously, division rival, you know, we we were able to split with them last year, two and two. I think Quinn Snyder does a great job. They have one of the best defenses in the entire NBA. And the anchor of that defense is Rudy Gobert, you know, who is just a, he's a difference maker. Uh, he's a guy that protects the rim, alters shots, and uh, we have to find ways to be able to score with Rudy Gobert on the floor. Tempo and pace are always really important playing against Utah. They want, as they have in the past, a Game in the 90s, obviously, we won a game in the 100s, uh, and, and, and that, that's really important going into their gym tomorrow. Can we create tempo? Can we create pace? 
And yes, Gordon Hayward has gone, uh, Boris Dio at George Hill, and obviously Trey Lyles is now with us. You know, but Ricky Rubio is a very solid point guard, uh, had a very good preseason for them. Um, Joe Ingles, Rodney Hood, Alec Burks is healthy off the bench. So it's, it's not going to be to your point, you know, oh, well, it's Golden State and Houston and Utah's not very good. They have a lot of guys that were on a playoff team last year. They're well coached, and I'm sure they're just as excited and anxious as we are to get this thing moving. Coach, last one, and I'd be remiss if I didn't at least bring this up. I'm not sure if you guys are even allowed to talk about it, but it's all over the Internet. The Woj bomb, he dropped it. Richard Jefferson, is that a thing, or is that just a rumor still? That is, uh, as of right now, that is still a rumor. Okay. You know, obviously, uh, there, there's nothing uh, done that's uh, de- definitive and by any means right now in terms of Richard Jefferson and, and anything in that regard. But I will say Tim Conley, Arturis Konashovas, and Josh Kroenke, always looking at ways to improve our team. So, um, you know, I'm more worried about the Utah Jazz right now, trying to get the season off to a great start, and I'll let those guys handle any decisions with their roster. And one thing I did want to mention to all of our fans that are listening, Saturday night home opener this year, celebrating our 50th anniversary. And the best thing about Saturday night, Vic, is going to be we will have all of our former legends in the house, Byron Beck, Doug Moe, David Thompson, Alex English and Mount Mutumbo. So, hope all of our fans come out and uh, and make this place the toughest place to play in the entire NBA. Coach, I lived through all those generations of legends. So, this is going to be really cool to come full circle Saturday night. Looking forward to the game tomorrow night and appreciate a few minutes this morning on the show. Coach, good luck in Utah. All right, Vic. Appreciate it. Take Thank care, you man. Me on and I'll see you soon. All right, bud. That is Michael Malone, head coach of the Denver Nuggets. As he mentioned, the Will Barton injury at the very front of that interview, not as serious as we originally deemed, and that is great news if you're a Nuggets fan. I'm telling you, I was sitting in the gym when it happened. He's down. He's holding his leg. He's got trainers around him, and immediately you're thinking, oh, my God. But thankfully, according to the coach, he went down some, and it's not nearly as serious an injury as we initially thought. All right. Uh, don't forget, it is Tuesday, so Akib Talib joins us every Tuesday on the show. We also visit with Jeff Legwald in studio, plus the Vertical's Michael Lee at 9 a.m. The Vertical, uh, they are, that's Yahoo, correct, HW? Yahoo's NBA yes, sir, branch. Yep. Yeah, we'll talk a little NBA nuggets with Michael Lee. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Reset things right now at the top of the hour. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 535. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. Nuggets on three. One, two, three. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Get ready. Backdoor cut. The dump. Two hands. The journey begins Wednesday when the Nuggets visit the Jazz and the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And this is why I think I'm a doctor, but I am not a doctor. When I saw Barton go down, I said, no chance he plays. He may miss a month. Coach, you just told us there's a chance he plays tomorrow night in Utah. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing here, but Coach said something along the lines of, you know, I think it scared Will more than anything else, but he was able to go check on him in the training room, said he was in good spirits, and uh expects him, hopes him, to play tomorrow night in Utah. So that's a big break for the Nuggets because... Isn't Will Barton essentially their sixth man at this point? Yes, yeah. yes. He's part of their uh, core rotation. And I didn't get a chance to ask Coach that question. We never got to it. I wanted to know what 
Does he have an eight or nine man rotation set yet? Because that is always the challenge for any coach, especially this coach, because there's a lot of depth on this team. It's not the starters, all right? When you roll out five guys in an NBA game, that's so overrated. It's not the five. It's the eight. It's the nine. It's the guys coming off the bench. It's the role players. What what role do they play down the stretch? That's well, the challenge and of a coach. It's how do 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14 accept their roles, right? How do the guys who are on the outside looking in of that rotation at least initially feel about not playing uh, unless there's an injury or a shakeup in the rotation? Did you guys happen to listen to the afternoon show? Um, I guess we have this new host, Mark Moosier. I did catch him yesterday. Is that how you pronounce it? Moosier? I heard him call you. Yeah, so so we have this afternoon host that I'm new to the market that just started yesterday, and he's got this band of brothers that do the show with him. One of the guys actually wished for my death during the course of the show. Which one? Seems harsh. I don't know. Berlusconi. He he called for me to die during the course of their show. So, I mean, listen, uh, right now I know Manchester and I are going – we're pretty hot this morning. Say, At I least you haven't called. You haven't called for my death. <laughs> it is a bit harsh. All right, uh, let's go back to the text line and never let it be said that I won't take ownership when I'm wrong. And it seems like there are a lot of people in your corner here, Manchester. So when I go off and say, "Hey, I'm sick of talking about it," our listenership perhaps may not be. Six two six nine says Manchester, you are so and that's eight O's by the way. So correct here. I love it. Cuban Benny says, um, what magic potion or nose twitch is supposed to land a great quarterback? This is the best of what is available. That's the point. Okay. Which is, I understand that. I, I, and I've, I've said this over and over and mm-hmm. over again. If you had to just play one game, I, I believe that Trevor Simeon is more capable right now than Paxton Lynch. Coach, Coach Jones texts this and I, again, again, I'll take ownership for being wrong. You're right. If, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's ridiculous to say, Vic, that you know after two and a half games what kind of player Lynch is. It's clear that Trevor is not a starting quarterback, so find out what you have in Lynch. Maybe he isn't good, but at least then you know. Here's the thing. And you know, you you make a great point there. I, I'm not going to dismiss that point. You're exactly right. For me to make the proclamation that he's not a great quarterback after two and a half games is silly, but I guess I'm using the judgment of two different coaching staffs. That's what I'm leaning on. Okay, but that's that's such a talking point because if I hear one more TV crew use it, it's like, uh, we're just having the PR department give us our talking points because every media member here in town uses that point. Every staff, every crew that comes in and spends 24 hours with the Broncos uses that point. It's pretty obvious who's putting forth that point. That said, mm-hmm. if you want to stay on the Trevor path, how do you get off of it? Um, well, I tell you what I don't want to see. Here's what I don't want to see. And I'm going to take a page from your book. If he struggles this weekend in San Diego or L.A., I still say San Diego. If he struggles and somebody makes the excuse that it's his off shoulder that's hurting him and that's why he struggled, I might bang my head against the table. Because that's the same I, excuse we heard last I year. I do not, I repeat, do not want to hear excuses that he's injured. Because if he's injured, he shouldn't be playing. Agreed, but that was the excuse last year when he couldn't throw a 45-yard Hail Mary at San Diego. It was, oh, he's got that bad shoulder. I'm I'm on the same page with you there, brother. I mean, when I'm it comes tired to that, excuses. I'm on the same page. But I'm just asking you, yesterday you guys both presented the question, will we see a quarterback change? What did I say? No. I said, hell no. It's not going to, because I know how this 
I know how this system works. Okay, but isn't no there a difference chance. between could happen and should happen? We all, again, if yesterday Vance Joseph had gone to the microphone and said, fellas, we looked at the tape, and we think at this time Brock Osweiler gives our team the best chance to win, we're going to go with Brock this week. Not a single one of us in this room right now would have said, oh, my God, what's he think? Not a single one of us. We all would have and understood. tell you? Right? I get it. We all would have. But I'm just telling you how coaches and teams Think. Okay. And by us banging our head against the table, banging our fists, there are jobs at stake. Fine. There are careers at stake. They're not going to make these snap decisions like we as radio talk show hosts might make. It's Fine. not going to happen. Fine. But if I'm paying a hundred plus dollars per ticket, I'm not paying that because Fine. I want Vance Joseph that is to your take right. the easiest path. That to is your right. Eight. That is your right. You are a season gonna, ticket holder. He's going to get paid for a longer period of time if he can string together eight and eight seasons. That ain't what I'm in it for. So again, all the people who think I'm off my rocker and I'm going to stay calm, mm-hmm. it's a really simple question. If you're on the Trevor path, how do you get off of it? How? My path. You have a lot better shot. Now, do mm-hmm. I know the kid up at Wyoming or the kid at UCLA? We don't kid, know. We don't we know. We don't know. We but don't. you have a lot better chance if you're drafting in the top 10 than if you're drafting 20. Although I'll say this. If you put Sam Darnold on this roster right now, he'd be the best quarterback on the team. Without a doubt. Sam Darnold. Without a doubt. Uh, 6013 says, Vic, I believe uh, M-O-S-E-R is pronounced Moje, French. I've always wondered about that. We've done these promos and stuff. Mark Moget. You guys might want to, you might, why don't you tell listeners that he has a show? That might, I'd help from one to three. Yeah. Uh, 6698. Yes, put Trevor on IR, start Lynch, and have Brock as insurance. This train to nowhere is currently constructed. Um, Boy. well, you can't just throw Trevor on IR unless he has a substantial injury. That is just, the, that may be the greatest text in the history of this show. That nine is eight, so spot on. 9821, can we talk Nuggets and the move they made yesterday? Well, I asked Coach Malone, first of all. The move is not official. The move that you heard about yesterday, and listen, Woj is like Schefter, right? Those guys are the same guys. If they report something, it happened. Let's let's not be naive. Or it's right? going to happen. Exactly. Let's not, let's not be silly. I get it. There's a process. It has to become official via the NBA office. I get it. But if Woj reports that the Nuggets are close to an agreement, it's going to happen. And yesterday, his report was, we had a two-fold report. What was that, HW? It was uh, two parts. Yeah, he reported, and this is Woj, we're just, we're just the messenger here. He reported the Nuggets will uh, sign Richard Jefferson to a one-year deal. And they have to cut somebody to make room on the roster. And that the Nuggets, uh, again, this is Woj, would uh, likely move on from Jameer Nelson. This is roster. a surprise to me for these reasons. The Richard Jefferson is no surprise at all. Isn't that your buddy? Yes. I like Richard Jefferson. We go back. We go back. Yes, we go back. We were talking when he was on the sideline. He's going to bro hug so hard. This is not a surprise to me. Richard Jefferson's friends also with Josh Kroenke. They go back to AAU playing days. You know, they played AAU basketball together. Really? Yes. Is this setting up LeBron in Denver? Well, you never know. The the point I'm getting at is this. The, the the signing of Jefferson, a veteran player who's been there, done that, who's been on a championship team, that does not stun me. What stuns me is that they're going to go with two point guards to start the season. Supposedly. Reportedly. It doesn't, according to why. It doesn't according surprise to me, and here's why. All last season... We had the debate on this show, and I kept saying, stop trying to chase the eight seed and playing Jameer Nelson and not playing Emmanuel Moutier so he can develop. 
What's the easiest way to make it to where your coach doesn't have the option of playing the veteran and has to go with the young guy? Mo- moving on, right? Well, that's, Don't have that's the veteran on the roster. That's all you can do, right? But, but the question, too, is how important was Jameer Nelson in his presence to the health of your locker room? Perhaps they figured by signing Paul Millsap and bringing Richard Jefferson, they've got that covered. They don't need that. Maybe. And that's the intangible. It's hard to measure, but it's when I heard this move, I thought of the movie Moneyball and how did Billy Bean make it to where Art Howe couldn't play the guy he didn't want him to play? He traded him. He got rid of him. I mean, at some point, if there's an impasse and I'm not saying there is, but look look at what Elway did with Tebow. The only way you can handle the Tebow thing with Peyton, you've got to get rid of him. You can't keep him around. You take away the option from the coach if you're the general manager. Obviously. That's that's how you solve the – an impasse sounds like a negative word. It isn't necessarily. It's just a difference of opinions, and neither one of you is going to give. Well, you eliminate the option. That's how you you solve it. I've also seen a lot of uh, Richard Jefferson, Mike Miller comparisons. Uh, I think Richard Jefferson has more of a playing role on this team than Mike Miller sure, did a year ago. But he's not. I don't think it's a pivotal playing role. I don't think he's a starter. No, no but no. would it shock you to see him get consistent 30, minutes? He's 37 years old. He was a key piece on an NBA title team 18, 19 but, months ago. But at that, that position, whose whose role is he going to take? I mean, is he going to get minutes from Wilson Chandler? Is he going to take minutes from perhaps Trey Lyles? If I don't know how uh, I think they the use back, him. I think the backup at the three is pretty wide open, don't you? We'll see. If he does anything more than inbound the ball at the end of a game, he'll do more than Mike Miller. Right? I, I just a lot of people yesterday said, "Oh, this is a great signing for an end of the bench kind of guy," and I was thinking, "Whoa, I, I would pump the brakes on end of the bench. I think he'll get more time." So, than people so this is where I first met Richard Jefferson. It was nineteen ninety six or seven. In fact, HW and Dustin, if you're listening. I want you guys to find this video. See if it's on. It's in the recesses of the internet because I want to use this if he does indeed end up signing before tomorrow night. I did a piece for this high school basketball show. It was a high school sports show in Arizona. He played for, uh God, the name of the school is Moon Valley, I think. And he was this stud prospect. He was supposed to go pro, ended up playing, I think he went to Arizona, right? Richard Jefferson played at Arizona. And I went up there to do a story on him, and he was like a dunking machine. And you know me, I'm a small man. So I decided... Let's have some fun with this. I've heard that line before. I want to see Richard Jefferson at the age of 17, still in high school. I want you to jump over me and dunk for this television piece I'm doing. Dude, I saw the bottom of his shoes. He jumped over me. I mean, it's not hard to jump over me, but he jumped over me and almost over the entire backboard. Wow. That dude got up. And every time I saw him in the NBA, he remembered that. He remembered the piece because that was his first big moment. It's funny how they remember high school. I'm Googling uh, Vic Lombardi, Richard Jefferson. I can't find anything. Should I tell you the two searches related to it, though? Tell me. I might get in trouble for this, but whatever. First search is Vic Lombardi's show. Whatever. Yeah. Pretty harmless. Okay. I swear to God, in Manchester, you can be my computer guy What's the guy second here. thing that comes the up? The second search is Julie Brownman age. Wait, What? Hmm. What the hell does that have to do with Richard Jefferson? I don't know. These are what the searches related to it are. What computer are you using? What are you doing on that computer? All the rest are you. Vic Lombardi Denver, Vic Lombardi Radio Show, Vic Lombardi Sportscaster, Vic Lombardi Biography, Vic Lombardi... Find that story. Vic Lombardi Wife? Hey, Aaron, back at uh, Altitude TV, if if you're listening, call Phoenix. What is going on? Call KPHO. 
Find that television piece, 1997 or 96. I'm telling you, it'll be worth your time. If they do indeed sign Richard Jefferson, allegedly. Julie Brown and Cats didn't come up. That would have been more appropriate. Yeah. I was going to say, Google Cats and Denver Sportscaster and see what happens. I mean, look at this. You can vouch for me here. There's nothing weird going on there. The weird algorithm. You ever Google somebody and the first thing that comes up, there it is. There it is. You ever Google somebody and it's always so-and-so wife? Yeah. I mean, it's almost like tempting you to hit that button, isn't it? That Vic Lombardi wife is a suggested it's, search It's always tempting. It's like, if they throw it out there, come on, come punch this button. Let's see where you can go with it. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Uh, text line is hot. Our power five question of the day, very apropos for today. That's coming up next. On well, we got to keep doing next. Oh, we do? Yes, sir. Oh, crap. I forgot all about it. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Maybe I'm the only one that mentally checked out after you said uh, sinking ship, Bert. I'm just picturing the 53-man Denver Broncos on a literal ship. And, the, right. the, you know, the captain, Akeem's up top saying, mediocre quarterback right. play, dead ahead. <laughs> who's on that door that she kicked Leo yeah. off at the end? Yeah. But, like, who's the only one surviving this? It's John Elway. John Elway is, like, Kate Winslet from Titanic. Right. He's hanging on to that door. And, like, Trevor's Leonardo DiCaprio, who's just freezing, just, like, doing He's yeah. just so tough. He's hanging on, and, and John's like, nah, nah, pat, pat, pat get going. I don't, I don't know, I don't know about that. I think it feels to me like the Broncos want to haul him onto that door. I mean, they they want to, and I don't know why they want to. Just let him sink. I don't, I don't understand why you don't let him sink. Here's the more important question: Who's painting Elway like one of his French girls? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Mark Mosier every weekday afternoon, one to three, only on Altitude 950. Guess who's back in town? <laughs> It's me, your old buddy, the flu. <laughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise, I'll be everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, guys, Scott Hastings here. You know, when it comes to your health and your quality of life, knowing your numbers is essential. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol and cause weight gain and lose muscle mass. Hit the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked. Treatment is covered by most health insurance and results in about 20 minutes. Give them a call, 303-451-5698, 303-451-5698, or go to lowtcenter.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. 
Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the Salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as $1,000 a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. Call now, 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. Or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS one eight two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Expect slower speeds northbound I-25, Castle Pines Parkway, up through to Yale. Traffic is brought to you by Applebee's. Southbound I-25 is stop and go Lincoln Broadway exit down to University, where there is an earlier accident. Seeing two accidents on eastbound Hamden, one at Federal, one at Holly. Try Applebee's two for 20 to get two full-size entrees and an appetizer to share, all for only 20 bucks. No time to dine? Order online and pick it up with car side to go. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. This is the Akeem Talib Show. Our field, our show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. Icon Suit. Professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. I gotta show up and do something, right? This is the Akeem Talib Show. Let's go! On Altitude 950. We do it every Tuesday on the show. All pro, Pro Bowl corner, Akib Talib joins us live right here on Altitude 950. Akib, how are you, my man? I'm good, Vic. How you doing? Very good. Hey, listen, let me lay it out for you, okay? Because this is how we as fans think, and this is how the entire city feels today. Before Sunday night's game, 
We all considered the Broncos, man, this is a Super Bowl contender. They're looking good. They're going to catch Kansas City. This team can do no wrong. And then after that game, I don't know if they'll ever win again. Where is it? Where, where, how should we be thinking this morning? As a player, how are you thinking? Uh, man, I, I think the only way that we know how to think, man, which is, is Tuesday. We're going to start our notes to get ready for uh, the Chargers. If you guys, and everybody said it too, because I talked to you guys all week long, you're not overlooking the Giants. You're not overlooking the Giants. If you weren't overlooking the Giants, how did that happen? Because they are an NFL team, Vic. They actually play in the national football team. They actually have a quarterback with the last name Manning. They actually spent a hundred plus million dollars on defense and they came out and they played well. And uh, if if guys aren't familiar to the common fan, their backup should be. I mean, they had a running back. I'll, I'll be, I never even heard of that guy. And he had two of the longest runs all season on this defense. And Derek Wolf, after the game, McKeep said, listen, um, we, if we hold him at the line of scrimmage like we should have, we probably end up winning that game. I'm not going to put it on the defense, but what do you think? How do you think you perform defensively in that game? We, we, we messed up. We watched the tape yesterday and, uh, we had three runs where we really didn't fit right. We, we messed up three fits all day and that was like 91 yards on three runs. So. How, how does that happen? Is that chasing the wrong gap, Akeem, or is that just guys out of position? How, how do you mess that up? I mean, uh, I think one of them, one of them was got in the wrong gap. Another one was a guy just a little too aggressive on taking on the block instead of going to make the tackle. And another one, yeah, it should have been a holding call. A guy grabbed, a guy grabbed Shaq horse collar, horse collar Shaq. It should have been a holding call, and, and they didn't call it. So, uh, it was three different things actually, man. But I mean, you take away those three runs, man. You guys got like fifty, sixty some yards rushing. So I mean, it was it was three big runs that really hurt us. It was like one, it was like maybe one pass, two passes in, in bad situations that we let Eddie catch the ball. Keep. I know how competitive you are. You love to play the game for the purity of the game. And after the game, your uniform was as clean as it was before the game. They didn't even test you and Chris. They didn't even go your way. You could have, seriously, you could have been out there smoking a cigarette for crying out loud. There's nothing. How <laughs> bored were you during the course of that game? They didn't even come to your side. Uh, man, I'm, I'm never bored in the game, man. Uh, I'm, I'm playing. I'm actually in the game. I'm playing. I'm paying attention to what, what's going on all day. So. I looked back at it after. I was bored watching the tape. I, I was bored watching the tape. I didn't. I, it was nothing for me to really watch on tape. But uh, I mean, during the game, I'm in the game, man, and uh, I'm trying to do something. I'm in the game. I'm trying to get the look and trying to make a play. All right. They clearly used their receivers as decoys, and they went to their tight end a few times. That Ingram kid, the uh, the rookie. If you had to do it all over again, how badly did you want that assignment? Because I've seen you cover tight ends before. Did you actually at any point go up to uh, uh, your coaches and say, "Let me add them"? Nah, man. Uh, that's, that's the old days, man. We play left, right, and nickel right now, and we don't do that matching stuff, man. We, we we all play our position, and we all just do our own job. Now, why? I, my 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 next question: Why not make a change? If if the guy's the only weapon they have, does part of you think let's let's go ahead and change it up and and give him a different look? I mean, we doubled them. We doubled them at times, but. Uh, like I said, man, that quarterback is Eli Manning, man. He kind of he kind of got a good grasp of what we were doing on defense. He knew how to put that guy in in a, in a position where he was going to be by himself. Mm. And that's a great quarterback, man. We talking about a two time Super Bowl winning quarterback, man. He he checked to some great plays against us, and uh, 
It was a good job out there. They play. They play good. I'm surprised you guys even looked at this tape. Some might suggest a game like that that is sort of fluky. You never expect to play as poorly as you did. You don't even look at it. But there's there is some value from looking at that tape. What is that value? Because we're gonna go play the Chargers and they're gonna try to attack us the same way. So we better we better clean up those mistakes because because the, the Chargers are going to try to attack us the exact same way the Giants did. Okay, so what is that? If there's a formula, what is it? What do you expect them to do? I mean, they just worked the tight end. I mean, they just they they found they found ways to get the tight end singled up. So we got to expect that. And they got a couple good tight ends over there, including a Hall of Famer for crying out loud. By the way, how okay. difficult is it, Keeb? Playing a team the second time a season, how much does the game plan change? You saw them a few weeks ago. Here we go again. Uh, it, it's pretty similar. It's pretty similar. Them guys come out and uh, they run their offense, but they have a few caveats to it. They they change a few things up, but you'll know that early. Uh, if usually they line up two by two and they run slants, and they, now today they come out and line up two by two and they run outs. You know they mm-hmm. change. They that's what they're running today. So. It's uh, it's not it's not too hard, man. It's it's, it's kind of easier than playing them the first time. Does Mike McCoy give you guys any any nuggets of information how to handle uh, Philip Rivers, or does that even matter at this point? I mean, definitely, definitely. Mike helps us out. He tells us key key things that uh that we need to know throughout the week, and uh things that just things that come come to his mind, things that he think ways that he think they'll try to attack us. And uh, Mike definitely he definitely helps, and it's, it's definitely helpful. I got a great text just now. We're talking to Aqib Tlaib, and, and somebody's wondering the same thing I had wondered. Peyton was at the game. Peyton and Eli, you know, blood's thicker than water. Do, do you think Peyton gave Eli some some info, some insight on how to attack the Bronco defense? Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. <laughs> uh, that's Peyton, man. Uh, if, if my little brother was 0-5 and, and he was playing my former team, man, and I, and I knew I could help him out a little bit, I'm going to help him out. Like you said, mm-hmm. blood is, is thicker than water. I'm... Peyton no longer works for the Broncos, man. Why Why wouldn't he help his brother? Yeah. You're right. I, I don't blame him one bit. Hey, man, just listening to your overall demeanor, you sound fine. I mean, there are a lot of fans out there that are like, oh, my God, what are we going to – you sound fine. Is that the same way in the locker room? Is hey, everybody... Vic, that's, that's, that's why they're fans, Dick. That's why they're fans, and that's why we're professionals. You know what I'm saying? It's a long <laughs> season, man. We got we got, a, we got a long season ahead of us. We got a big game coming up this week. That game is in the, in the past, so – Hey, we know what we got to do. We got to prepare for this week. We got to prepare for the Chargers. We got a big role game coming up. So you think a team that laid a goose egg pretty much against the, a, a winless team at home, a team can rebound and contend for a Super Bowl this year? You still have enough time to make changes. Just like a, a team who had who was on five, they could go on the road and get a win against a, 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 a four and one team, a three and one team. Anything can happen in the NFL, Vic. It's the NFL, National Football League. About fifteen to eighteen hundred professionals. We the best in the world. Keep how how professional is that locker room right now? Um, is there any divisiveness between offense and defense? <laughs> no. Vic. You knew that was coming. I had to ask. <laughs> no, Vic. We, we lost the football game, man. It's, it's football. We three and two. We got a huge game coming up against the Chargers. All right. Well, listen, dude, um, I always love your mentality and your philosophy because I always feel better after talking to you. We're all like, woe is me. What are we going to do? But you understand that this league is full of the best players in the world, and they can beat you every week. And it is a team game. If every part of your team's clicking, you're winning. If any part's not, you're losing. We fail to understand that at times, don't we? Yes, sir. That's, that's the name of the game. It's the most. It's the most team sport in the world. 
Hey, how'd your boys do, by the way, when you went to that bye week? They play well, your youth teams? Yeah, they played great, man. Bye week, man. We had the homecoming, uh, clean sweep, flag to, flag to 13 youth, uh, had a clean sweep. Well, quit stacking your teams, dude. Let other teams have a chance to win once in a while. Hey, man, it's great. It's great coaching out there. <laughs> yeah. Keeb, as usual, thanks again. Best of luck to you this week. Uh, we look for a rebound out of the Broncos. Hopefully we don't have to go through this again next Tuesday. Thanks, buddy. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Vic. All right, take care. That is Akeem Tlaib every Tuesday here on the show, 815. He knew it was coming. He knew it. couple of uh, interesting things there. One, the, the quote about Peyton kind of cracked me up. He said, of course, uh, if my brother yeah. was 0-5, I'd, I'd uh, help him out. And two, when you asked him if there was a divide in the locker room, uh, I was like, come on, man. He laughed. Well, there was last year. No, I'm not cool. saying the question was bad for you to ask. I just thought his answer was funny. Because he knew it was coming. Yes. Do I mean, you, when you watch... You buy his answer? Well, I mean, listen, I mean, what do you expect eh. him to say? What's he going to say? No, right? I, I, he answered it how I'd expect it, him to if answer. You, I tell you what, I tell you what, when we come back, I, I, I want to go on, on that a little bit about how you read an athlete's answers, coaches too, what you read into their answers. Because I, I think I might write a thesis on this. I might go back to college and get another major and write a thesis on how to interpret answers. Because I have a theory. I'll tell you exactly what he meant by his answer. How's that? You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. The Akeem Talib Show has been brought to you by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. Icon Suit, professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. Honda Power Equipment, power you can trust. Our field, our show. Don't miss Akeem Talib every Tuesday at 815 with Vic Lombardi. Exclusively on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Brent Ivinson from Ideal Home Loans joins us, Brent. And, and we've talked about it, and, and, and you're my guys. You're who I'm always going to go to in any type of needs. But there's so many people and so many different needs. I mean, what are some of them in some areas you can go and help people right now? Well, you know, if you're someone with credit card debt, you could be saving a significant amount of money by putting your home's equity to work. You know, you notice it and going out and shopping for a house recently. Mm. Boy, there's a lot of houses listed, but they don't last long. They sell quick, and that's because home values are going up at record rates. If you've got mortgage insurance, if you're someone that bought in the last couple of years and you didn't have 20% to put down, you could get rid of your mortgage insurance by refinancing and easily be saving three or $400 a month. The great news, Scotty, rates are at the lowest level they've been all year right now. So to take advantage and save, call us at 303-867-7000. That's 867-7000. Or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal opportunity lender regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. 
Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Delays continue on northbound I-25. Slower speeds between Castle Pines Parkway and Yale. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Your southbound 225 drive very slow between Parker Road and I-25. There is a crash. Hamden eastbound at Federal Clearing. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Denver and Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. An equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Ooh, Keith got the text line working on us right now. 3498, love how honest Talib is. 3439. Two sides of the spectrum here. Brock sounds like he's uh, rehearsed every word in the mirror. Talib sounds like he's a man speaking his mind. 0787. Akib was fantastic. Has the right attitude. Not too high with the highs and lows with the lows. Move on and get better. And then there's the one that went after Akib. What was that one? Read it. 2118 says, uh, bleep, bleep, Akib. Hold yourself accountable. You got your ass whooped by the worst team in the league. Their fans and we're professionals. Blank, we pay your salary. <laughs> We pay your salary, guy. A little harsh. Uh, then you got 9916. Is that untrue? Huh. Yeah, I guess they pay my salary, too. They do. Yeah. I guess we... So, you know what? I pay his salary. Whoever that caller is, I pay his salary. Where does he work? Where does he, where does he work for UPS? I pay his salary. Yeah. The guy who just wrote that in, where do you work, dude? I guarantee somewhere down the line, I pay your salary. I hate that. I pay your salary. No, you don't. Really? So if they didn't watch the games and they didn't go to the games... These guys would make that kind of money. No, they wouldn't. And if okay. I don't mail my stuff through UPS, then UPS would make money. If Understood. I don't use Denver Water, then Denver Water. I mean, Understood. The old, if the UPS oh. driver ins- insulted you, you could say, dude, I pay your salary. He yeah. simply made a statement that if we reacted to each game like the fans do, we wouldn't be where we are. Hey, UPS guy, uh, my box is all bent up. Hey, man, I'm the UPS I'm the professional. Mm-hmm. You're just the guy getting delivers. Don't tell me how to do my job. That is that good customer all I'm service. Tell, all, all I'm telling you is you can apply that to everything we do. Agreed. Agre- that's I, why they fans, Dick. That's why they fans, and that's why we professionals. I don't disagree with it. I just think as a fan, if I'm paying hundred plus dollars for a ticket to go watch you lose to the zero and five Giants, don't tell me I shouldn't be upset. So what do you want them to do? You I mean, want them, you want them paid, to beg for forgiveness? If I paid twelve dollars for a okay. movie ticket and it sucks, that's fine. I so, don't want Tom Cruise saying, "Hey man, I'm the actor. 
I'm so, the professional. So do you, You're just a guy buying a ticket. Is your preference then, is your preference for a kid to come on these airwaves and say, I'm so sorry. No. Is, I'm so, so there's, sorry. There's, there's, those are do, the only do you think he wants to lose? Miss fan or be kiss butt. I think you could say, I understand why the fans are upset. Mm. We're upset too. It stinks. But all we can do is turn the page and try and move on. But did you listen to the question I posed? He answered a question. I said, we as fans, we think you now are a team that may not win another game. Where before that game, you were a contender. How should we interpret that? And he said, that's why you guys are fans and we're professionals. I admire that. I admire that he doesn't fall off the deep end like the rest of us do. That's what we do. I, we, we, we show up here on a Monday after a loss and we pretend it's the end of the world. I I think his answer is correct. I don't think that was the best way to say it, and I can understand why the mm-hmm. texture was bothered by it, because at the end of the day, the fans do pay the player okay. salaries. Well, here's my reaction to that texture. Don't watch. Don't go. Okay, man, but if, if, I mean, if, if enough people... Because you, 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 you threaten every time. You threaten on this show, but you threaten. I'm going to boycott. I'm not going to... All right, I, don't. Go I do threatened it. to boycott one time. Do it. When in an asinine decision, they decided to play Trevor Simeon as opposed to getting Paxton Lynch and playing time in a meaningless season yeah. finale. I was right. They I were got wrong. my. I got one of my best friends who continues this campaign. I'm going to boycott the NFL. And I continue to egg him on. Okay. Okay. But, dude, if if you were in an out Burger and everybody loves in an out Burger and everybody goes, and every time someone complains that your your response as the manager was, then don't come. Then mm-hmm. don't come. Then don't come. Take your business elsewhere. At some point, your business is going to suffer. That can't be your attitude. That's crappy customer service. That's crappy customer service. 9916 uh, has a problem with my line of questioning. He says, those are housewife questions, Vic. You have nothing to say. Well, then why are you listening? Dude, if you think I'm a housewife asking quite, don't listen. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say what you well, just told me not you, to say. Yeah, that's don't the right listen. answer. But, but what do you want me to say? I'll try harder next time? Hey, I tell you what, 9916, next time you listen, I will try harder and ask better questions. I don't think there's, I think there's some middle Give ground. Me a break. I think there's some middle ground. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you like me? 960. No, no, my, my response is, if you don't like it, get out. I don't care. 9680. Kind of Derek Wolf of you. Did you hear how Tlaib emphasized how New York has a Manning at quarterback? He understands the importance of a quality QB. I did notice that. He mentioned it two or three times. Uh, 4269. I bet that texture dude has never spent a penny on the NFL. He just claims he has. A lot of people like to play that game. You know, listen, and I know you don't want to hear it. We're all fans. I'm a fan. You know, I'm just a fan with a microphone. That's all I am. But when we think that we can all of a sudden affect change, that snap of the finger. If we don't like it, they're going to make changes. Get over yourself. Well, you're Get wrong. over yourself. They, the fans, you know why Tim Tebow played? <laughs> you're going to come with example. You're, you're going to give me one example over the last 10 years. There's a lot of things I've wanted to see play differently in this, in this town. A lot of things that haven't happened. You don't think the fans have an impact? Yes, they do. Okay. Cause not as much as a certain you quarterback think. who doesn't have a job right now yeah. because he ticked off a lot of fans. Yes. But not so, as much as you think two or you want. Well, not as much as you. If okay, you had your so way. I'll just sit back and go, I don't have any impact. I'm not going to say, if I'm ever upset, I'm not going to say anything because I can't do anything about it. Uh, three, two, zero, three. If I had a meltdown at work the day after a bad day and threw my hands up in the air and I couldn't afford my house, what would I, that texture is a moron is what this guy's saying. Uh, let's see. What is the world coming to when I agree with Manchester? can't just take your business elsewhere all the time. It's just a bad idea. Exactly. Formerly Nathan. Man, this may be the most positive 
day ever on the text line for me. <laughs> Is this what it feels like to be you guys? Six oh one things that the texters like. They're never very nice to me. It's the Akeem Talib segment, writes this guy. He's not coming on to get grilled. Come on, people. Well, there's somebody who understands the business. I mean, grill. I mean, I asked him if there's divisiveness in the locker room. How'd you want me to follow up? I I, I totally disagree. By the way, that I, that you asked housewife questions. I, I thought the best question was you were talking about why didn't they put him on Ingram. And he said, well, that's I, our system. I play like, well, why, why don't you change the system? Why is that the system? Yeah, I, I mean, pretty, was pretty blunt about that. That's a dumb system. If then. the system says you play left, the other guy plays right, and the tight end's getting all the catches, and you know that the, the Chargers are going to do the same thing, by God, Joe Woods, change the system. Well, and notice how he said that's the old system. Yeah. He said that was the yeah. old way. That was the old system. It was a really good initial question. I thought the follow-up was even better of, well, why? That's stupid. So, you know, it wasn't all housewife. I, I, I don't agree with the theory or the notion. You know what? Either. You know, it's again, it's tough guy fan who wants, you know, they're so mad that they want to anger these guys. I know I know the type. Listen, I am that type after a game. I'm that guy. My brothers are those guys. I know who you are. Tough guy. 2118. Aki basically admitted they didn't play or apply any adjustments during the game. If their tight end is ravaging you up the middle and you don't put your best defender on them and then lose by 10, yeah. That's what he said. He said it in a roundabout diplomatic way. Well, it'll be interesting, too, to see if they stick with that theory when they go up against a team that has... Did you guys see the, the stat this weekend when they were showing most touchdown catches by a tight end? And in the top five in the last three years, two of them are Chargers. Gates and Henry. So they better figure it out coming into Sunday. 3-2-4-2. Tlaib is a professional corner. He doesn't work in the PR department. He doesn't have to be nice to fans. Hey, I'm Brantley Gilbert. Be the third caller and you're qualified to see the abs in Music City. All right, you heard the music there. Altitude 950 wants to send you to Nashville to see the Avs take on the Predators. Hey, they play tonight in Nashville, but this game is later in the year on November 18th. A chance to get out there. Be the third caller right now, and you're in the mix for the trip for two to see the Avs. All you have to do is identify something. What are they identifying? They don't have to identify anything. Oh, they, they just have, have to, to identify themselves? Yep. They have to identify our phone number? 303-753-0950. 303-753-0950. I almost got through He'll one have it. cleanly. He'll have it by Friday when we're I done. I almost got it. Yeah, this one wraps up Friday. How so. closely did I get to There's really no trivia. Close. There's no anything. You just got to be caller number three. You got to so get real lucky. Close. I almost nailed it. Yep. Just read the script in front of you, dude. <laughs> read next two bullet points <laughs> off <don't>... monitor. <laughs> you want me to go full Dick Stockton? Yeah, full exactly. Dick Stockton on this one. I don't like just reading scripts. Take well, it away. We're qualifying 60 people. Uh, we are running out of spots to qualify. So 303-753-0950. But every show... Today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, we'll have a qualifier per show, so still plenty of spots left. Was uh, was the texter, did he say Akib doesn't have to be nice to fans? Yeah. Okay. How far do you extend that? I don't know. You don't have to be punching fans in the face, but what bothers me more than anything, and again, I'm speaking from a fan's perspective, what bothers me is fan tough guy, like the guy in, in Oakland who okay. decided to get out of his car to take on Donald Penn. Like, you're going to, oh, look at you, dude. You're a big Raider fan, so now you think you're equal with the player. You're going to fight him because he had a bad game. God, I wish you would have got your ass handed to you. I would agree with that, but I do think they need to be civil. With no doubt about it. Obviously. customers. Obviously. Civil. Yes, they're there to entertain. No doubt. 
But too many of these fans care about their fantasy teams more than they do the relative health of a player. A player goes down and gets hurt, and all they care about are their fantasy points. Agreed, Screw but that. It's, it's a different argument. I mean, if I know, but I'm it, just saying in general. In general, do you think a studio would be happy if Tom Cruise was asked, "Hey, your last couple movies haven't been very big hits. Yeah. What's going to make this one different?" And his answer was, "Then don't come." Yeah, obviously, that ain't going to fly. But for every fan who says, "I don't like this. I'm not going anymore." Bull crap. You are bluffing. You're lying. You're listening to sports talk radio. If you weren't going, you wouldn't be listening to this show. Just don't lie to me. Up next, what are we doing next? Power five? No, uh, we're going to have some sugar fix. Morning sugar fix. Oh, God, I, I need right some. Through the power I five. need some bed. Well, it's not my fault. Why are you blaming me? People want to talk about other things. <laughs> it's all good. We do have Nuggets tickets to give away, though. Good. We'll opener. give them away in some fashion. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Attention, sports fans, you need to sell that house. I know you do. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the agent to get it sold quickly and for the price you want. In fact, if you cannot sell your home at a time and price you agree on with Troy, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? Well, he's got a proven marketing system that gets the home off the market. 920-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. If you ever change your mind, you're not happy, whatever, you get you out of the program. 720-900-4433. Call Troy Hansford today. He's got approved buyers right now. That's 720-900-4433. Every Tuesday on Altitude 950, it's Denver cornerback Akeem Talib. Outspoken, no holds barred, speaking his mind. Tuesday at 8.15 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Metro21homes.com. By Icon Suit. Professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. And by Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. The Akeem Talib Show. Every Tuesday, all season. Only on Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. We have an exciting season of fall rugby in the stadium at Infinity Park this year. Saturday at 3, Merlin's U-20 play University of Colorado. Then at 5, the Glendale Merlin's women take on San Diego Surfers. Tickets and info at GlendaleMerlin's.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. 
And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosher. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104th or online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247, 2017 Nissan Altima, MSRP, 24590, VIN 1N4AL3AP9HC494738 with proof credit. All prices include 599 dealer dock fee plus tax time on license offer ends 11-2. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Do expect stop-and-go traffic lingering this morning. Northbound I-25 is still slow. Castle Pines Parkway through to Yale. Southbound running heavy and slow. Lincoln Broadway down to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Eastbound Hamden at Federal could still see activity there with an accident in the clearing stages. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Denver and Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. An equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McGlaw. Flynn with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. How does that happen? Is that chasing the wrong gap, Akeem, or is that just guys out of position? How how do you mess that up? I mean, uh, I think one of them, one of them was guy in the wrong gap. Another one was a guy just a little too aggressive on taking on the block instead of going to make the tackle. Another one, yeah, it should have been a holding call. A guy grabbed a guy grabbed Shaq, horse collar, a horse collar Shaq. It should have been a holding call, and, and they didn't call it. So, Akeem Tlaib, every Tuesday on the show, uh, we'll replay that entire episode this afternoon on uh, Kreckman and Harris. You can also catch it online uh, on our Facebook page, Altitude 950, via Twitter, at Altitude 950. If you want these uh, sent to you, uh, our text club is uh, pretty easy to join. Send A-Team to 888 888- Four seven four. We're still going to give away these Nuggets tickets. We got a pair of Nuggets tickets to give away for the opener this Saturday night. We'll do so in the nine o'clock hour. 
our Power 5 question coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, the other thing I want to mention before we get to Dustin here, remember how angry I was yesterday? Not because the Broncos laid an egg. Had nothing to do with that. I was angry because my man Al Michaels butchered the pronunciation of Arvada, right? Yeah, certainly the most controversial thing he said during that broadcast. Ever. I mean, the Weinstein reference yeah. is nothing compared to the way he butchered Arvada. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, the USA Today comes out with a list of the most livable cities in the United States of America. The best cities in which to live. Guess where Arvada, or in Al Michaels' term, Arvada ranks? Top five. Number three. Wow. Number three in the United States of America. Really? Population, 117,000. Poverty rate, 5.4%. Very low. Bottom 10%. Says here, high violent crime rate can undermine the quality of life in any city. Arvada is one of the safest cities in the country with only 27 violent crimes for every 100,000 residents. Also largely financially secure. Only 5% of the Arvada population lives below the poverty line. Blah, blah, blah. Downtown Denver is less than a half hour drive from Arvada. So you mean to tell me this is one of the most livable cities in America and you can't give it its proper pronunciation? Shame on you. Yeah, that's a major misstep by a legend. Of course, this list loses all credibility when it lists Carmel, Indiana, number one on that list of cities. The suburb of? Indianapolis. If anyone's ever been to Indiana or Indianapolis, you know full well that's the bottom of the, I mean, not even close to livable. Yeah, that's not among my favorite places I've been. I would what agree. What the hell is this list all about? Is Madison, Wisconsin on there? I don't know. I'm it's not, always on there. What a joke of a list. All right, it's uh, time for our morning sugar fix. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. Shake that. 8725 quickly texting, quote, Arvada is boring. You take that back. Dustin, how you doing, buddy? You ever been to Arvada? I have been to Arvada many a times, actually. Many a times. Why? What, What brings you to Arvada? I mean, in high school, playing games up there against him. What uh, high school did you go to? I went to Longmont High School. Grew up in Longmont, Colorado. Oh. So. What's the Longmont nickname again? The, the uh, Mighty Trojans. Uh, yes, oh. indeed. But, yeah, so, I mean, we played games up there. I actually used to uh, go through there every day on my way to school. You ever been to the Home Depot in Arvada? It's a good Home Depot. I've never been to the Home Depot in Arvada. They reworked fact, the old town area. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Bed Bath Beyond. Not sure if you're going to have oh, time. Oh, they got a good one. They got a hell of a container store there, too. <laughs> go on. All righty, then. So today, on October 6th, 17th, almost messed up there. On October 17th, this is what happened today. In 1814, and this is kind of a... Uh, off the wall story, the uh, London beer flood happened. The what? The London beer flood. There was actually a flood of beer in London on this day in 1814. So basically what happened, it was in St. Giles, London, um, at the uh, Mew and Company Brewery in Tottenham Court Road. A huge vat containing over 135,000 imperial gallons of beer ruptured, causing other vats in the building to succumb in a domino effect and flooding the city with beer. How deep was the uh, was the beer running through the streets? I think it was like three to four feet. It wasn't uh, three to four feet. Yeah, I mean it got pretty bad. 
to be wow. perfectly honest. Yeah. What's an imperial gallon? Does anybody know? Uh, well, it actually had that measured out in liters. It's uh, 610... Uh, 610,000 liters. Wow. Don't okay. they have in parts of Germany, somebody described this to me because they drink a lot of beer in Germany. Don't they have like pipes underneath city grounds where they pipe beer from bar to bar? Yeah, that sounds like a myth from Beer Fest or something. No, I'm serious. They were, they were honest that. about it. They're like, there's piping in these they beer have gardens. underground piping for yes. beer? Well, did you know? Do at, they drink a lot there? At Sports Authority Field, there aren't kegs at every beer stand. They're all in the bowels of the basement, and there's pipes going up to every concession stand. You've seen this with your own eyes? Yes. Why aren't we doing a story on this? I don't know. That's my next story idea. It's true, and it's part of why they didn't do orange beer, because they can't get the orange out of all those lines. Always an answer. Mm -hmm. Keep going, Dustin. All righty. And then 1989, um, the uh, the, uh, Bay Earthquake actually canceled Game 3 of the World Series. Andy Maldonado with the hesitation, allowing Jose Canseco to score, and he fails to get Dave Parker at second base, so the Oakland A's take take Ooh, don't don't even play with my mind, Dustin. That scares the hell out of me every time I think about it. I was watching that game. Every time I watch a game in California, I'm watching the Dodgers Cubs the other night, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, it's not a coincidence. First thing that came to mind is, God, what if an earthquake hit right now and the broadcast went off the air? And I'm always so worried about it. My daughter lives in L.A., first of all. I'm just, every time I'm there in California or in Italy, I think about earthquakes. 28 years ago today, I'm with you. I still think about it when I'm there more so than when I'm watching, but it does pop into my mind. I'll never forget that night. I mean, it was such a unique thing to have happened at a sporting event. It's a little bit like the power going out at the Super Bowl. Have you ever been in an earthquake? I have. Where? In L.A. I like a tremor or a legit. No, it was a pretty major earthquake. Yeah, you. So you knew. Oh yeah, and everybody was running around the house, going crazy. I was staying at a buddy's like aunt's house, and we were out there senior trip. So you know that movie they just made? They released it a couple years ago about the huge, huge one that hit California, and it basically took the entire. Is this like a uh, what was uh, it called again? Movie starring The Rock. Yes, I don't. I don't think, about right. Yeah, I don't think Hollywood should make those kind of movies. Mm, like those like disaster movies? I don't like that movie. I don't like that because that comes to mind now every time. I, well, what about Sharknado? That's okay. That's not possible. But <laughs> tremors like say. that, those are possible. Go on, Dustin. All righty, and we got some birthdays today, too. And uh, 1959, turning 58 today, is Dolph Lundgren, Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Mm. I don't know. What's the stretch Somebody said Parker's dead. <laughs> I must break you. See, I thought the uh, Rocky series got a little old and out of sorts until they they made this one. Is this four? That's right. Yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. So one was the best. Two was second. Three, Clubber Lane got a little out of control. I thought four was better than three. If you had to power, yeah. If you had to power rank your Rockies, where would you go? I'd go one, two, four, three, four, three, one, two. What? Yes. Four so, better than so you'd almost one, go backwards. One, two, two one is awful. One's a staple of who I know. we are, what it's, we it's, do. It's, it's a little life. boring. It's a little slow. Four is awesome. Clubber Lang is a great character. Then I'd go one. Then I'd go two. You know what's amazing about the Rocky series though is how much hotter and hotter what's her name became. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. In the first series, she's like, whoa, homely. I thought that was the most accurate thing. Like that's what money will do. Yes, it will. Right. Yes, it will. Adrian, when she was working at the yeah. pet store, eh, 
kind of pedestrian. By the time Rocky Three came around and they were living in that mansion and she let her hair down, she looks pretty good. Uh, if I'm Rocky, I wouldn't leave, leave the house either. Go on, Dustin. All righty, and uh, Eminem turns 45 today, born in 1972. Wow, Eminem's 45. Yeah, you know... Can you really take a stage and be all gangster at the age of 45? Can you, no. Is that, I mean, don't you lose that? Don't you lose that, that street cred at a certain age? Maybe. But I, I will say, growing up, Eminem was a big influence on my youth. He was so controversial. I remember working at Channel 4 and his first uh, LP came out or whatever they call those. And they were doing stories. The real Slim Shady. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What, it's not an LP? What is CD? Album, what is an LP? What is an LP? An LP isn't an LP. The the big the actual record. I, I don't. I think you, at, at some point you gotta you kind of gotta give it up. It's like Harrison Ford with the earring. It's like Johnny Depp. You're in your fifties, dude. You can't yeah, wear forty five accessories. But here's the difference. Those guys they'll always be able to act, right? You can act, take on a different True. role. But being a gangster rapper when you're sixty. Right. I mean, what, what are you going to give me? Yeah. The bingo parlor! You know, you're going to give him bingo raps? So are what? you guys cool if Eminem wants to go hang out on a beach? Yeah, I'm good with that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Go Let's on, Dustin. Do something else. All righty, and last but not least here, uh, 1963, Norm MacDonald turning 55 today from Saturday Night Live. Not a Norm Damn. guy. Not a Norm MacDonald guy. Never I'm have not been. not a huge Norm MacDonald nah. guy either. Never have been. Really? Oh. I tried to watch his stand-up. It's it's like okay. Didn't he have the famous Espies monologue? He was yeah. good there. He was good there. I'll give you that. But that ninety-five is 96? he one of these dudes that showed up as uh, the Colonel Sanders in Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken in yeah. that series of commercials? Just he's dumb. he's very good in small doses. So like in, on SNL uh, or in a supporting role, like in mm-hmm. Billy Madison, he's good there. He can't carry something, and he certainly couldn't carry an hour-long stand-up. He is the creator of uh, Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live, which is a good That segment, is pretty damn but. funny. He plays a great yeah. Burt Reynolds. 3202 says, hey, guys, I think Ice Cube is over 45. He certainly has street cred. Yeah, but Ice Cube isn't doing the same thing he did Ice Cube when he was like family movies. Come on. Now. I know Ice Cube's playing the role of, like, the responsible father. Right. Give me a exactly. break. Ice Cube isn't hanging on the streets of Compton with Eazy-E slinging. That's not the same Ice Cube. Mark Wahlberg isn't doing good vibrations. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, hello? Oh, we're done. I think that'll do it. My fault. That's it? That's the end of the road here. Jeez, Dustin, when he's done, he's done. He just stops working. Well, it is 9 o'clock, you know. It's tapping out. (laughs) LP, by the way, means linear production. Top of the hour to you. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 535. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. Nuggets on three. One, two, three. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Get ready. Backdoor cut and a dunk. Two hands. The journey begins Wednesday when the Nuggets visit the Jazz. And the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We talk a lot of basketball on this show, specifically NBA basketball. We just had Michael Malone on in the uh, first hour. You can hear that again. Go to our website, altitude950.com. Right now, we turn our attention to the rest of the NBA. We welcome, from the vertical, Michael Lee joins us on the Vic Lombardi Show. Hey, Michael, how are you, bud? I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. Hey, I got to ask you, I love the name, the vertical, because anybody who plays hoops, who's associated with hoops, understands you got to have a vertical. So what's your vert? 
What do you come in at? Um, uh, what's the height of a quarter? Yeah. Gosh, damn. How do you have a job? That's it? <laughs> um, that's because I'm able to elevate yeah. in other ways. I see what you're... Okay. Michael Lee. Hey, dude, what is the, what is the national... Because everybody has an opinion on the Nuggets. I've heard some people say, oh, my goodness, this is a top-10 team. And others like, eh, they're about like last year. What do you think of the Denver Nuggets? Um, I don't know what to think of them because I still have to see it all come together. Um, I'm still – I still have questions about um, – I, I, mean, I, I like, um, you know, Emmanuel Moutier, but I still want to see him develop into something more than what I've seen. Um, I really think Gary Harris has the potential to be a phenomenal two-way player uh, going forward. Um, I think Paul Millsap has proven to be, you know, one of the top more underrated players um, in the game. Um, And I love, love, love uh, Jokic. I've been high on him from the moment I came to Denver a few years ago to do a story on Mike Malone, and I was like, who is this rookie? This guy is special. Like, he blew me away uh, the first couple of games I saw him play, and I was like, he's so skilled. And then last year, of course, he just really came into his own, and people started to recognize just how, how gifted he was. Um, I think they got some nice pieces. Jamal Murray is an intriguing piece. Um, I just don't know if that's enough in the West. Um, one of the main reasons why, as, as much as I like Paul Millsap, he still is um, 32. He's a little older. Um, and, you know, how much how is he going to be able to give Denver what he gave Atlanta? It's going to be tough to think he will, but he might. Um, and if he does, then they're, they're going to be right up in the mix. Um, but there are so many questions and so many young players that aren't fully established. Um, you know, Wilson Chandler is a great player, but he always gets hurt. Um, when are they finally going to trade uh, Fareed? You know, <laughs> uh, so there are a lot of things with Denver that um, that has me scratching my head, and I just can't say for sure they're going to be a playoff team or that they're not um, because I just don't know enough. Hey, do you have any intel on this Richard Jefferson to Denver story that emerged yesterday? Because one of the branches of that story, if they do indeed sign Jefferson, they're going to waive Jameer Nelson in the process. This is all reportedly. Have you heard anything different from that? No, that's, that's I mean, um, I'm a colleague, uh, Chris Mannix, was, uh, I believe he reported that um, Richard Jefferson is headed uh, to Denver. Um, and, you know, It'd be good to have a nice veteran guy, a guy who recently won a ring with the Cavaliers, a guy who's bounced around, played on a lot of teams, um, um, but has also been accustomed to winning um, at every step along the way. Um, so it's good to have more voices and more veterans around um, when you have so many uh, young players and so many guys who um, don't know what they're doing and don't know uh, how to get there, um, to have more guys to help usher them, you know, toward the right path is always a good thing. So um, if that comes at the expense of Jameer Nelson, um, I mean, he was always a good uh, guy, you know, to have around, but he also may have been what held back Moutier in terms of having the confidence to go out there and be a floor leader. Um, So if it it works out, I think it it makes a lot of sense, even though he's older and not going to be expected to contribute a lot. But, you know, you had that same role filled by Mike Miller in previous years. So it's always good to have a solid vet in your locker room. Michael Lee, the vertical, joins us. You know what's tough for these coaches and these front offices these days? Because the players are so young and the NBA has this infusion of youth where you're going to take chances on guys when ultimately you wouldn't. 
is when you draw the line of, well, he's, he needs time to develop and, well, he's not going to work out. Every player has a different developmental arc. And that's the tough part of assessing and evaluating, isn't it, Mike? I mean, how do we know? Yeah. How do we know? Like uh, Emmanuel Moutier, for example, he's changed his jump shot. He's entering his third year. How do we know he's just not a guy that's going to take five years like Chauncey Billups? I think that was the biggest misstep I've ever seen. Chauncey came through this town. He went to three or four different teams before he became Mr. Big Shot. Guys, they develop at different rates in this league. Yeah, they do, but you also kind of get a sense of, who they can become kind of early in their career. They show flashes. Um, sometimes it's a system that doesn't fit. Sometimes it's the coaching that doesn't fit. I think with Chauncey, it was just a lot of teams were trying to put him in a box and turn him into something that he wasn't. They weren't satisfied with how he ran the team, so they just kept dumping him off. Um, I think with Emmanuel, he's been given a chance. He's been given opportunities, and he sometimes found himself in the doghouse uh, with Mike Malone, Michael Malone last year. And I think that, you know, that's something that he kind of has to get past. You know, the, the one thing about the NBA right now is that skill guarantees you minutes on the floor. Yep. If you can shoot, if you can do something that uh, the separates you from the pack, you'll get minutes. Um, not having the ability to shoot uh, puts you at a disadvantage, especially if you're a perimeter player, especially if you're a point guard that has to, to run a team. Because if you can't make defenses honest um, and they leave you, then it doesn't matter that you can drive to the paint and get to the hoop um, because no one cares that you're going to create open looks because everyone's just going to leave you open. And I think that that's one thing that he has to uh, get past. He has to prove that he can get shots. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, Jamal Murray saw so many minutes um, at running point guard last year just because he has the ability to shoot the ball. And I think he played hurt um, a lot last year. So he'll be healthy this year. He had off-season surgery, so I think that he'll have a chance to come in and um, and, and and show what he show what he's really capable of uh, as as a fully healthy um, player. But um, but again, players do come along slowly. When you think about um, guys who are one and done, in particular, especially he didn't play college basketball, um, it's going to be tougher to, to make that transition. And but I think after a while. If you haven't really shown those signs, this is a very critical year for him. Um, he has to show that he, he can make that jump now because, you know, you can't you can't judge them by their age. you got to judge them by their years of, ex- of experience. And uh, so this is a kind of almost like a make-or-break year uh, for him to show what he can if he can be a truly special player or just a guy who's just going to be in the league. Mike, thank you for the time. Michael Lee, senior writer for The Vertical on Yahoo. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate Take care, it. man. Uh, love reading your work. We're going to talk plenty of NBA this season. I just uh, put together a list of the top eight teams in the Western Conference, and Mike's right on this accord. After the first three, because I think we all sort of acknowledge the top three or four, it's a crapshoot after that. I mean, you can mix and match. You can move up and down. Anybody can get into the playoffs, it seems, after the top four. Can't wait to find out. Look who jumped into the studio now. I can't wait for this. Jeff Legwald joins us, our Broncos insider, plus our Power 5 question of the day. We've got to give away these Nuggets tickets. That's all coming up on Altitude 950. At house, I know you do. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the agent to get it sold quickly and for the price you want. In fact, if you cannot sell your home, 
at a time and price you agree on with Troy, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? Well, he's got a proven marketing system that gets the home off the market. 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. If you ever change your mind, you're not happy, whatever, you get you out of the program. 720-900-4433. Call Troy Hansford today. He's got approved buyers right now. That's 720-900-4433. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. And that's the scary thing to me that no one wants to talk about. That Trevor Simeon might be the best quarterback on your team. If that's the case, who is it really on? Is it on Vance Joseph? Is it on Mike McCoy, who once again was the, was the offensive coordinator when Kyle Orton was here, and they went 12-21. and 12-21. Kyle Orton's record with Mike McCoy as the offensive coordinator. 12 and 21. You want to blame this on Mike McCoy. No, I think, I, no, I'm, no, but I, I said this from day one. I'm not a big fan. I know. Did you like that offense? Is it, is it just on the quarterback? Hastings and Brownman. Every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Sun Honda in Thornton and enjoy for home or play. Visit sunent.com. Hey, Scott Aces here. You know, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but do your homework and go to a medical provider that you trust and that specializes in testosterone. Hey, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. They're physicians exclusively diagnose and treat men with Low T. At the Low T Center, it's quick and easy with results in about 20 minutes. Treatment is even covered by most health insurance. Give them a call today, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or go to Low T Center. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. 
Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, stop by and meet Scott Hastings, Julie Brown, and this Friday they broadcast live from the King Supers at... 1454 South Kipling in Lakewood from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Did we determine the cross streets on that, Manchester? No. It was, I thought Florida. It was like Kipling in Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was blanking. Kipling in Florida, I believe, Vic. Yes, that is this Friday, 10 to 1. Hastings and Brownman sample the new H2 hydrogen water while you're there and enter to win two suite tickets to the Altitude 950 suite. Watch the Denver Nuggets versus the Memphis Grizzlies on November 24th. Now, we're giving away Nuggets tickets to what? The opener? Yes, we have uh, Nuggets tickets to the opener on Saturday night against the Sacramento Kings, 7 p.m. Legends, Alex English, David Thompson, Dan Issel, Byron Beck, Doug Moe, and Dikembe Mutombo all in attendance for a special halftime ceremony. Save your pop, your power five, because I think it's great for tomorrow. Can you save that for one day? Yeah, no doubt. We have we have tickets to give away every day of the rest right, great. of the week. We'll think of another way we can give away... The tickets today. We're going to give these away between now and 10 o'clock, though. A pair of tickets Saturday night against the Kings. I promise you that. But not in the way you want to give them away. Do it any way you a like. A different vehicle in which to give those tickets we away. We let Leggy come up with a way. Perhaps Leggy can. We welcome our Broncos insider, Jeff Legwald, to the show every Tuesday here on Altitude 950. Jeffrey, how are you? Good morning, fellas. Not sure if you got a chance to listen to Aqib Tlaib this morning. I he heard answers. the first part, and then I got a call. Uh, that's a, such a lame excuse. What do you it? want from me? Isn't that lame? Yeah. You know, when you give me an excuse, you always call. say it's really good. Who's possibly calling you? Who you know, called all my, you? I was just telling Will this. Yeah. All my bosses work on Eastern Time. So oh, I'm like, okay. you know. <laughs> do you know what? Hey, do you know what LP stands for? Wait, I just learned something new today. I Limited used to hear, partnership? No, no. LP is in music. Liquid LP. propane? No, like, hey, I got yeah, an a, album. An album, yeah, but what yeah. does it stand for? LP. Long play. It does. We thought it was linear production. It's not. It's long playing record. So long thank play. you to the textures for making that note. Because you had a 45 and you had 72s. Right. Was an EP an extended play? Yeah. Could have been. That was if, like, the band didn't have enough songs for a full album. They right. did an EP. There's usually, like, uh, European bands coming right. to America. They would give you, like, a four. Like, the first U2 Album I ever, not album, but was an EP. Only had four songs on it. Really? Yeah. I I saw him, I saw him on their first American tour. Bono was like 18. I saw him with like 500 of my best friends. You could do a album today of U2 songs I like and it still would be four. It still would be four. I know you're not, you know, that's. I'm not a big U2 guy. Yeah. We could do a (laughs) list of a lot of things you like that would be only four. (laughs) Guys, can we, can we start with this? We, we now have a list. Uh, James Palmer just issued this, a list of the uh, players in attendance at the NFL league meetings. There are league meetings. Are these, by the way, is this sort of a surprise meeting? No, is this they always of... have one in October. Okay. So this is something the commissioner sent to all teams last right. week. Yep. We need to address the whole kneeling thing. We need to address yep. a lot of things. Got to talk about it. Now, exactly. So originally got... there was a rumor that they were going to have a 
a mandate was going to be voted on, but that was never true. Now, I'm looking at the players in attendance at this meeting. Every team is not represented. In fact, there are only seven teams with players there. Right. Eric Reed, San Francisco, there are a couple for the uh, Eagles, the Jets have players. Why isn't, I'm curious, why isn't Brandon Marshall on uh, this list? To me, if, you know, Eric Reed, people forget, but Reed is one of, is the original guy who He's healed right next to Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah. The first time. And Marshall was the only other player league wide for a lot of last year. So I, you know, I think, I think Brandon would have been an excellent pick. And Brandon, in fact, said that he would like to have gone, but no one had asked him. What do they hope to accomplish from this league meeting today? I think they're just trying to, to, I think the, actually this is one where Goodell is ahead of the curve in that I think he's trying to explain to these team owners, look, this is really what's going on and you can either fight this and do what you're doing or you can listen to these guys and sort of wrap your head around a solution. I think that's what's going on. Interestingly enough, the owners in attendance at this league meeting do not include Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. How is he not there? Well, sometimes they not all the owners go to the fall meeting, and now Jerry would say he's the team's GM too, so he can't go. That's curious. But, you know, I will say I've been to a bunch of the October meetings, and it's – Sometimes it's team presidents, and sometimes it's, you know, like Paul Allen doesn't go to anything, yeah. you know, of the Seahawks owner. And, and not to make this an East Coast bias thing, because I don't think that's what this is, but it is heavily tilted toward the East Coast. I think yeah. it's a short Some of flight it's travel. to New York Some of it's travel. Yeah. You I know. mean, there's very few. Uh, Indianapolis has a guy. The Chargers have a guy. Everybody else is Eastern time zone in terms of well, players. Well, some teams are going to say, our, we don't want our players going. You know, even though it's a Tuesday, you know, if a guy needs treatment, He's supposed to be at the facility. You really want Brandon Marshall flying all the way to New York and flying all the way back that's today? The, you know, that's the thing. That's the issue. But okay. I think he would have gladly gone and, you know, and I, when I talked to him last week about it, he would, was hoping somebody would at least ask him what he thought about the whole thing. Before we go full Manchester, or in this case, you go full Manchester, let's, let's jump on a couple other topics regarding the Broncos game the other night. Akib Talib, during the course of the interview, I asked him, why, why were, you and Chris Harris just sitting out there doing nothing, covering decoys. <laughs> That's when, great. when you had linebackers and, and safeties on their one and only weapon, Ingram. Why? Why does that happen? Do we have that? Question. We have his answer up. Let's hear his answer, Jesse. All right. They clearly used their receivers as decoys, and they went to their tight end a few times. That Ingram kid, the uh, the rookie. If you had to do it all over again, how badly did you want that assignment? Because I've seen you cover tight ends before. Did you actually at any point go up to? Uh, uh, your coaches and say, let me add them? Nah, man. Uh, that's, that's, that's the old days, man. We play left, right, and nickel right now, and we don't do that matching stuff, man. We, we we all play our position, and we all just do our own job. Okay, my follow-up question then was, <laughs> why don't you match up if a guy's uh, burning you the entire game? I will say if, if you know, that we're at a point in the season where people are now reading your mail, as they yeah. say in the league. So you've had five games, four games. Uh, people now are looking at what you do, and people have noticed that they are playing left, right, slot, and now you're going to see people move people around, and, and the Broncos are going to have to decide how stubborn they're going to be about that. Stubborn and, and stupid are, are two different things. I, I, well, why? committed, I guess, could be. You, know, uh, you, can, you can say... 
you know, a lot of teams don't have the corners just to play left, right. Yes. You know, Seattle for a of long course. time, Richard Sermon never moved ever, ever, yes. ever. Yes. Never matched on a receiver. But if I see Shaq Barrett lined up wide covering You're Ingram. throwing the ball to I mean, Come on. Yeah. Ingram runs a 4-4. Four, four. I mean, he, that's he a, was like a four four seven at the combine, which is ridiculous for a guy that big. Is it really a left right thing though? When we're talking about a tight end, it's not as though it was the same receiver that burned him. Uh, and he I, was exactly, going either but, side. You know, it's it's more the you know sort of you you, you say left right, but it's kind of like you you put the shapes there. Okay, that shape is always going to be there. You're going right. to cover. It's that position. But you know, Ingram was mm-hmm. to me. Put everybody on him and make him throw someplace else. So it's interesting because I asked Akiba, I go, um, did you just throw that tape away? Why even review the tape? He goes, oh, we reviewed the tape because I guarantee you the Chargers are going to do the same thing. Because they have tight ends to do it. Hunter Henry right, is so, a pretty good athlete. So, so how do the Broncos counter it now? If, if they're going to go to the tight end. You got to decide. We... I think you put help. You put help on it. You tell the, the outside guys you're on your own. You know, the safety help is going to go. You know, it could have been safety, safety mm-hmm. on Ingram. If you if you really want to do that, it felt similar, and it wasn't as much of a track meet. But in terms of exploiting a weakness, it felt similar to the Atlanta game last year, right? Where it was, for Atlanta, right. it was the that's running good, backs. That's mm-hmm. a good comparison. And it was man, you, you watch and, they, and what happened after that? Everybody did yep. it. People threw mm-hmm. the running backs for the rest of the season. Yep, it was let's make Todd Davis and Brandon Marshall cover a running. Everybody back. did it. Everybody. Now, not everybody has the backs out of the backfield that's, that Atlanta does. That's not everybody true. has the tight ends that. That the Giants have are tight Charge, ends. Chargers have Henry Henry and Gates. They've yeah. got two of them. So now that they, they aren't me. that fast. To me, the speed was so evident. I mean, he's crossing the formation, and at one point, there's <clears throat> there's one play where I think even they may have even said it on the broadcast, but I think Davis is stunned at how fast Ingram is. He crosses in front of him. Davis takes two steps, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh man, he's he's all the way to the boundary. And the ball came over the the top to him. Now they did slow it down. He only had five catches, and I think four of them were in the first half. Do I that? But at that, right? yeah, but, and I yeah, think that but that's right. the tempo. And at that point, I mean, th- that's the thing is in evaluating that game, you really only need to look at the first half because the games are the over first drive. Mm. The first drive, you know, okay, something's up. They go thirteen plays on that defense, yeah. sixty nine yards. Yeah. You no, know, they didn't score a touchdown, but that's tempo right there. That's we figured you out, you know, you react. You going to be all right? Yeah, I'm going to have a drink right now. Here's the thing that troubled me about the game, and I, I told these guys yesterday, and this wasn't me on Twitter, it wasn't me in front of a microphone, it wasn't me trying to incite anybody or make my point. You incite me every day. It was just me watching, easily incitable. watching the game. Well, they were down 3 nothing. The Giants are driving. Felt over. I turned to the people I was watching with and said, if the Giants score a touchdown here, this thing's over. <laughs> That's brutal. That's ten nothing midway brutal. through the second yeah. quarter no, in just, Denver. Look, I've been, I've I've done this my whole adult life. I have no other skills, and some would say even this one's a push. But I'm saying there are some games where you just look at it and you go, okay, you know, like even in '05 when the Broncos were so good, they had a early in the year they had a clunker. Where you're looking at that, you're like, oh man, the Peyton Manning, the trip to St. Louis will always yeah. be the. The clunker of mm-hmm. clunkers, you know that, you know that was a record-setting offense. Yeah, and they go there and they have scored seven points and they kind of changed they, their they mindset. They ran after eight that. times. 
You know, that game? and it was different in terms of like the San Diego game when Brock got pulled for Peyton. That right. was mostly turnovers and weird plays. And like, yeah. God, they should have 28 points and they have seven. But it kind of felt like that in terms of you just needed a spark. I, I, I that's part of why I was disappointed it wasn't Brock Osweiler behind center in the second half. They've made that call. I mean, they're going to ride. That this is a developmental thing. They want to develop a quarterback, and they're going to let Trevor develop. They're going to do with Trevor what everybody wanted him to do with Paxton. That's what I'm so telling you. So that means they think, even though he looks exactly the same as he did last year, they think Trevor Simeon is going to develop, and he is their long-term answer? I don't. I wouldn't say long. I don't think they've decided. But they think there's more there, Because that's to, what you're saying. To me, to use your, your phrase, which I like, people are reading your mail, yeah. That's why the last three games to me are alarming and the Dallas game's an aberration. Well, this is on McCoy and Woods now. You know, the the players are the players. You know their talents, you know their abilities. Now they you have to adjust. I think I think they've been a little stubborn, frankly. But if you're crappy in the red zone, you're crappy on short yardage, you're putting up scores. Red zone's in the not teams. all the quarterback, it's a lot. But and it's not all. And you're putting up scores in the teens, and yep. it's a totally new offensive line, essentially, save for the center. It's a new quarterback coach. It's a new offensive coordinator. At some point, don't we have to start looking at the thing well, that are. hasn't changed? No, I don't. I don't think you change five games in. You've com- you're committed to this because if you lose Sunday, I will say though, you're toast. I think some of this is. We frame this question different than we used to 15 years ago. And whether that matters or not, I don't know. But I'm just saying yeah. the, the smartest, most ready pro prospect I've ever seen come into the league at quarterback through 43 interceptions in his two, first two years. Yep. In the league. No, I know. But here, here's the way I'm looking at it. And people, if you did that now, though, people would be like, yeah. you, you can't play. And, and, Elway, the GM of the team. You know how long it took him to complete 60% of oh, his I passes? Know. I know. Ten years. But Ten years. I look at what's happening in Houston, and part of me goes, how big of an no, idiot is Bill at, O'Brien to start well, the year with Tom Savage? But then I go, how much cojones does he have to make that switch a half, half a game into the season? Jo- his job is at stake. It's different. Mm-hmm. His I, job's he's at saving stake. himself. It's different. And, and you know it, you make it's a move. different level of expectations. By and the people running the team. We'll have the this people debate. people run this team. We'll have this debate when we come back. And, I, and this is something I tried to get across to Manchester this morning is we're making these decisions with nothing at stake. When the people actually making the decisions have jobs at stake, which back is your why mortgage. it takes so long for things to happen. I'm not surprised. And they're all type A. They're all yeah. type A. They well, all think they're right all we'll, the time. We'll get into this a little more. Listen, we, we like to yell at each other about what should happen, but... Also want to explain why it doesn't. That's why we have Jeff Legwald, and that's why we have Manchester. Old sides of the spectrum. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 is the home of the Denver Nuggets, and our coverage doesn't stop with their final buzzer. Keep it on Altitude 950 for In the Paint. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches, and Josh Dover will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get In the Paint after every Nuggets game with Altitude 950. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee 
With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Geico's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. More power to you. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. We have an exciting season of fall rugby in the stadium at Infinity Park this year. Saturday at 3, Merlin's U20 play University of Colorado. Then at 5, the Glendale Merlin's women take on San Diego Surfers. Tickets and info at GlendaleMerlins.com. Hey, Scott Ace here. Can't find the energy for your next workout? When I'm looking to boost that energy and endurance, I drink H2. That's H-T-W-O. It's hydrogen water. Not only does it hydrate your body, but H2, hydrogen water, delivers the power of molecular hydrogen into your body. It's energy at the cellular level to give you that boost, getting you the energy you need without the sugars and additives that ruin your health. Get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Supers. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Oh, the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Hey, Jesse, roll that thing Talib told me about uh, whether we as fans should be in panic mode and why the players are not. See if you can find that. I want I want Leggy to hear that cut. We had a key bond. I'm never got, in panic mode. Well, you know, you know, we as fans, again, after the game, are like, you oh, this team's in done. panic mode. Of course. It's my personality. I'm crazy. This is what Akeem said to that question. Okay. There are a lot of fans out there that are like, oh, my God, what are we going to You sound fine. Is that the same way in the locker room? Is hey, everybody? Dick, that's, that's, that's why they're fans, Dick. That's why they're fans, and that's why we're professionals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is so Akeem right there. That is so Akeem. Do you know... uh one of the very few, and this, people might be surprised when they see Akeem and his personality and how he carries himself. Mm-hmm. You know, the quarterbacks traditionally get there the earliest. The quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Yeah. But guess who's getting out of his car most mornings mm-hmm. when Trevor that, Simeon's getting out of his car? That doesn't surprise me, that guy you just Akeem heard. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is the guy who shot himself, right? right. So the perception no, and he's, is. And he's got a lot, I mean, he got in all kinds of trouble in Tampa. He, he admits to it. Mm-hmm. He owns it. He says he shouldn't have done a lot of those things. Uh, but, I mean, he owns it. But I'm just telling you, as a football guy, uh, it's pretty rare for – I mean, quarterbacks usually, you know, unless you're getting treatment, quarterbacks beating everybody in the building by a long shot. But Akeem, 
Keep Tlaib is usually there when the quarterbacks roll in. Was Vance Joseph lying to us during the offseason when he said he wanted an offense with more juice? Um, I think he wanted, he still wants one with more juice. Then if he does, why wouldn't he change something that might give them more juice? We don't know if it would or wouldn't. But through five games, I think they've pretty got sure no juice. They don't have juice because they can't block. Well, okay. Dude, dude so, come on now. So, do, so oh, well, let, let's say well, that's he, the case. You let's don't have to case. believe me. I'm just telling you, I talk to people all week who look at other teams to decide how good they let's are. Say that's why, the case. why not go to a quarterback then who can handle not blocking? Who can who move? Better. Who can that, handle that, it? Well, I'm just saying, I'm using his yeah. argument. If you they can't run, block in Cleveland and he didn't look great. But so. if you, if you cannot handle a seven-step drop, turning your back to the line of scrimmage, whatever McCoy's offense is, play action, whatever you want to call it. If you can't run your offense with that style of quarterback because you don't have the blocking, then maybe your only answer is to change the style of quarterback. I I don't buy that. I think if you've decided who the best quarterback is, you play him. And then you you work to that. Then well, they change your offense. Issue. They're not going to change. They're like you can't change five offensive linemen. They already tried that four, and it didn't work. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you can do things to help them. I think they need to go heavier. The the three wide. They want to be a three wide team again, mm-hmm. but they cannot block. Uh, what eleven sacks in the last three games? Heavier. Ten got, of them. Ten of them are out of three wide. So they don't have heavy heavy tight ends, but one. They only have well, one heavy tight end. They're to waiting do that. for one to come back. Yeah. They're hoping. So the lack of juice is O line and McCoy. No, it's everybody. It's not the same guy. Who Demarius Thomas no doesn't have a touchdown year. catch. I know. There and Emmanuel has two. They have three plays over forty yards as an offense. I, None over forty four. Frankly, their average. The average length of their touchdown passes, but your theory is yards. your theory is all of that is the quarterback. My theory is that I'm going to pin it on the same guy they pin it on in every other football market, but this that doesn't make it right just because here it's, 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 it's not the, not the it's, quarterback. I've never, was, no one's ever said that. It, it, no it, one's it, ever said it's not the quarterback. The head coach said yesterday. Sure, it's the quarterback. During the offseason, when I said it's going to be more of the same, everybody told me I was an idiot because Not their offensive line was idiot. improved. And look at their tight ends. I did. Going, I yeah, called him. Did you call me? Well, yeah, all right, and, and Benny well, Vic- Fowler's going to blossom and all these things. And now when it hasn't improved... Now it's all those things that are the problem, and it's not on Trevor. We oh, continue I'm to be his mom this, at Little League. That's what we all are. Well, okay, so the Dallas game doesn't count. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I, I said it, I'm but saying it's, people it have adjusted. The aberration. Now it's the Bronco turn. People have adjusted. They Broncos came out early in the season and were doing their thing. They were efficient in the red zone. Uh, they were putting up points. And now people have adjusted. Now it's their turn. They've adjusted by doing what? What what have people done to the Broncos offense? They, to they make are adjustment? banking on that the Broncos can't run their way to victory. So, so they're going so stack light, the box. light light boxes. Light. And stacking outside. Take Demarius Emanuel away and let them pound at you and you keep the game close enough. Maybe you get a big play and you and you and it's and it's worked okay. The last three games have looked eerily similar mm-hmm. to the three game stretch last year that was Tennessee, Kansas City, New England, where they lost all three games and save for a one yard touchdown drive, they they essentially scored sixteen offensive points in, in three games. But I I will say you know if we're gonna do that, you know he puts it on Benny Fowler's hands to win in Tennessee. 
Okay, and in, in, in uh, two weeks from now, everybody's going to say, well, he threw for 375 against the no Giants. One's, like, no one said everybody that. We haven't even mentioned Oh, Vic came You're in the this first. morning already with excuses. We but get 48 I, hours James, removed. James, I'm just telling you, time. how can you look at the ball to hire men and say the kid can't play quarterback? That's a rare throw. I've watched 32 years I've watched quarterbacks going into the draft. That is a rare throw. To say he can make that throw and he can't play quarterback to me has it's it's not logical. I've never said he can't play quarterback. I think he's a very good backup. I don't think he's I a think guy that's, that's ever going to I, win I at a high level in this league. He's well, already he's, he's ten and two when you keep him under forty attempts. Well ten and two. So when you put the game on his shoulders and he has to win it, he can't do it. He's How also, many quarterbacks in the league can reach that level? What's his record five? Once his rec what is his record once teams start reading your mail? Because he's really damn good in September. He's I'm like saying six and one in it's September. Attempts. It's all attempts. Even even the greatest quarterback, even Brady, early in his career, if you put him up over forty attempts, they were losing. Let me, but, but anybody, let me, let me take a, a playing devil's advocate because I understand both of your sides here. But going from Manchester script, what quarterback wouldn't be good if you run the ball well, right? What quarterback? Some aren't though. Buffalo led the league in rushing last year. And Taylor looked bad? They weren't in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, okay. neither was Denver. But I, I guess I just look at it, and it's like, man. I mean, nothing I, I understand where you're coming from because, I mean, look what we're used to here. And, and I, I really wish he hadn't thrown the touchdown pass to Hireman, not because I didn't want him to have that highlight on film that you could point out, because I'm with you. It was a very good throw. And he actually made some decent plays the other day. I wanted him to get stuck at three points because everybody says, hey, this is a guy. He's won the job twice with two different coaching staffs. And I wanted to be able to say, here's a guy who scored three points at home under two different coaching staffs. Like at some point, we have to look at the negatives that he continues to do under two different coaching staffs as well. The, the, The Giants did exactly what Bill Belichick did last year. It was, let's make that guy drive 80 yards to beat us. Because he can't string together enough dink and dunk passes to do it multiple times. The way the Broncos beat people is short field for Trevor, big plays from defense. Well, I'm going to ask you give it to him. I understand what you're saying, Giants. but you will say everyone else in that formation is playing the way they should. To me, you switch the quarterback if everybody else is doing what they should. Here's the thing. And, and, and Vance and that's not the question and, and, I asked you. I asked you, is everyone else... No, of course not. not, right, that, not so everybody what else switching the quarterback to? Here's the, here's the reason. And Vance Joseph said it yesterday. He said, you know, it's, it's four or five plays. And every game is four or five plays. Every game comes down to four or five plays. You need a quarterback who can make two or three of those where the right tackle misses the block and he's able to roll out and run for a first down or roll out and throw the ball deep on a broken play. They don't have that ability. Everything has to go perfectly to script for 12 straight dink and dunk plays to go down to the down the field and get a touchdown. And if it doesn't happen, they're screwed. It's this, it's so, just so like so watching Brian you, ro- you want a rollout quarterback? No, I want a guy who can make a play or two. Is Brock that quarterback? Probably not. Okay, so let's just skip over that right now. You, you I'm can, saying there's you, nowhere to go. This, this, he's the quarterback, so he, they can either develop him and surround him in a in a system that works, or you no, don't know what, what you he, have. What he's getting at, what he's getting at. Let's just cut to the chase. So Brock's not that guy. Let's erase from. He contends that Paxton Lynch in that scenario, if things break down in front of him, if guys don't do their job, he'll make a play for you. Maybe. 
Okay, my my thing is... Then why didn't he win the job, if that's true? I don't know. No. I don't know. But here, here would be my question. Yes, you do know. You don't want to say it. No, because I was at practices, and I, I would watch him, and I'd be like, well, he made just as many good throws and just as many bad throws as that guy. I don't know what practice I'd, you were at. Though. I was at seven or eight of them, and then I'd open oh, my there Twitter. There were not seven or eight where he made as and many good throws. And then I'd open my Twitter, and all it is is the Dove Valley crew saying how crappy he was and how great Trevor Simeon was. Then I'm you like, were on Twitter. Different Twitter, I was. Twitter so, was was all Lynch all the time. Oh jeez, dude. Okay. come on, dude. So you, you can't let's, even. Let's, call let's we just went dude. Yourself. We just went dude let's on the show. Say, let's just play out the worst case scenario here. Let's say they lose to the Chargers. You just don't want them to be quarterback. No, no, That's no. all you should I, say. No, no. I'm and just get asking. Over the, I, I'm no. I don't want to be on a road to nowhere. That's what I. So let's say it's worst case scenario. They lose to the Chargers. Now they're three and three. They lose to the Chiefs. They lose to the Eagles. They lose to the Patriots, and they're what three and six. At what point do you make a change? I don't know. If, do you have a better option? That's, because that's if he's always the, the quarterback and they want to develop him, then you never make the. Change. I always say you change the quarterback when you can answer two questions: Is he the problem? Do you have a better option? Yes, that's and I don't know. Well, then you don't change. Why? Because you don't three know. And six, you don't know. How do you ever find out? Well, what are you going to find out? You saw Brock Osweiler play Chris for Chandler four beat years. Chris Chandler beat out Brett Favre. Don Mikowski beat what, out Brett Favre. What, what they went in put, by desperation. Tom Savage beat out what, Deshaun Watson. Let me this ask whole you this: beat out thing is right. but if you, if you thrust Paxton Lynch into that same scenario, he can't throw four yards right now. Yeah, let's say, but let's say he were healthy. Let's well, say, he's not. So why just, are we arguing? Because that? I want to cut to the chase on this whole thing because I know what's at the core of this matter. Well, until he's healthy, let's it doesn't just say, even matter. Let's say he's 100% healthy. You put him behind center and you have the same problems. The same problems. How many games do you go? If you have the same issue, you can't go back. Should, yeah, like what do you do then? Yeah, you can't go back and forth. I, I, here's the deal. I want to go through the season. Changing the quarterbacks is the most overrated thing in history. Ask the Houston Texans if they agree with yeah, that. Yeah, are they going to the Ask playoffs? Them. Ask them. Well, they're the highest scoring team in football. I had them as they're tied, frankly. But thank okay, you. Well, that's still the top of the list. Okay. That ain't second. So, I mean, there's a pretty prime example of how that worked out pretty damn well. Okay, that's so also a guy at the top of the board. So you contend he that Deshaun, like so if Deshaun Watson were the quarterback of the Denver he was Broncos. also number one quarterback. If Deshaun Watson right now were the quarterback of the Denver Broncos, all these problems would be fixed. A whole hell of a lot of them would be. I just, I just I mean, want to make sure. If it's not the quarterback, why did the Texans stink with Tom Savage? And now all of a sudden they're this team that like is fun to watch and scores 40 points every fun week. Fun to watch is not a criteria. They're three and three. And fun they're to watch lot, is not a, a criteria. I'd, really? I would, no. well, that, that, Come on. Okay, that sounds like a guy who doesn't pay to go to the game. Well, I'm paid to go to the game. What you mean, then? So Don't say like it's a quarterback issue. Say it's a fun issue. I'd like fun to watch. If you're boring, you know what they were the other night? Hey, they were James, boring, and they James, got their ass kicked James, by the worst team in James, football. Which There's team? a double whammy. James. And the team that scored the most points in history lost the Super Bowl by 35. And you know what? It was a fun 20-week okay, run. So which team do you prefer, so 2013 or 2015? Which teams do you – which team? Based on end result – I'll take 2015. All right, but I can come up with a whole hell of a lot of examples, Vic, of teams that were boring that didn't win it. Would I rather have the the, the Manning team that lost the Super Bowl or the 1986 You're talking team that like lost a fan. the Super Bowl? You're talking like which I'll is fine. The Manning team You're talking like a fan, which is great. I love it. You're talking like a fan. He's talking like someone who covers a team. You're, you, I mean, what? I don't understand what you want right. him to say. I don't want to be boring and bad. That makes me nuts. <laughs> they lost to an 0-5 freaking football team. What am I missing here? You got the Vic Lombardi show. We got to give away these tickets. Super Bowl winner at quarterback. Oh, jeez. Why don't you just give the damn tickets to Caleb since we have a hockey stick? 
To who? Caleb. We owe him a hockey stick. We owe Danny a hockey stick. Is it Danny? We owe someone that hockey stick. Give him a hockey stick. Are you giving him away? Hey, we just went dude on this show. Plenty more where that came from next. The home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950. Get that puck on! And every Wednesday morning at 7.30, Vic Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. We're trying to set a real high standard here. Bringing their A-game every night. We want to get our fans back excited about this team and this group. Jared Bednar on Altitude 950. Wednesday mornings at 7.30. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American Financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000, or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, the text line... By the way, 
we're all subject to scrutiny on this show, including you, Jeff. Doesn't matter who you are. We hit each other hard. Uh, nine nine one six. Hey guys, fun to watch is important. It's why I'm a fan. Texter says. Uh, next guy says here, uh, you can't reason with someone who won't listen, Manchester. Jeff is content with mediocrity at the quarterback <laughs> position. He doesn't get it. I don't get it. I, I will say this. If you win They're not a, the first to say I don't get it. If you win a Super Bowl, you can be as boring as you want to be. I don't care. But if you don't, then you got a problem. Then you got to be fun. Then you got to be fun. That's how, right. how do you know, though? How do you, how do you know? Well, you got you to be able to look at it and think, can this team realistically win a Super okay, Bowl? Did, did you, anybody see that on Sunday night? When, when the Broncos lost to the Kansas City Chiefs at Mile High Stadium, the, the year they won the Super Bowl, take yourself back. Did you think they were going to win the Super Bowl right Okay, here? and you're not going to want to hear this. Oh, yeah, you pinned it to your tweet. You, well, you, you ask a question. Did you think they would win the Super Bowl deep down? Let me tell you, you what I said game. on December 23rd, 2015. Not December 23rd. Not December 23rd. That's two days before. Yeah, That's like, like week everything's 16, changed. Man. I'm talking about the Kansas oh. City game. You want to go back Did and see where they were at that point? On they, the Kansas City game, they would win the uh, Super Bowl. If they don't beat Cincinnati, they may not make the playoffs. If they don't beat San Diego, they're the sixth seed. So they still have a lot of football. To go I there don't when care. But when I predicted they, they would right go then. to the Super Bowl with either quarterback. So yes, to answer your question, yes, I did. I thought they were a Super Bowl caliber team. I didn't answer my question for the day of that game. Like the day of the Giants game, nobody here thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl. We're all like, end of the world is near. The day that Peyton Manning threw four picks and was replaced at Mile High Stadium, not a soul alive thought that was a Super Bowl team. No one. It was the Including first loss you. of the year. I, I, but I'm second. Just, the, I'm, the point I'm trying to make is hindsight is great. We all have it. I don't even get it right then, though. <laughs> we I all mean, have it. There's one person in this room who saw this coming out the front window. Yeah, but you would have said that regardless. And then there's the real You were in a panic mode. Crew. Speaking of panic mode, you were in a panic mode after Dallas because you, you were afraid you were going to have to give up your Twitter no. account. No, and the uh, the guy who picked him to go eleven and five has disappeared since losses to Buffalo and the Giants. All right, uh, other well, subject Buffalo matters. Buffalo beat the Patriots too, right? Other subject matter. Hold on, the, the, the they, NFL's wacky. They wait. They beat yeah. the Patriots. Yeah, right? they did. They did. And the Patriots, by the way, almost beat the Patriots Broncos back to back. Right? That was Atlanta. Hey, who's the best team? Right? Hey, l- l- here's the good. But news. I get your point. Here's They're better the good than people news. thought. I mean, what? Who's the best team in the league? Is there a best Might team? Might be Philly right I mean, now. Who, Philly, yeah. I mean, Might be Philly. How about in the, in the AFC? Let's just limit this to the AFC. AFC is a crapshoot. I'm going to name teams, and you tell Roll me if they are flawless, okay? Kansas City. Flawless. <laughs> Kansas City. They just lost. They can't be flawless. Denver. They got, I mean, yeah. defense is good enough. No, no, is New England. About. New England, 4-2, and two, leading the uh, AFC. They East. can't block either. He'll be dead by the end of the year. Buffalo, 3-2. and two. Not enough. Pittsburgh, 4-2. and two. They just win to Kansas City. NFC one. year. Well, they're psychotic. Yeah, they're like, I don't know what that, to expect. You're out like of that fun team. and drama. That's your club right there. Uh, leading the AFC South, three teams at three and three. One of those teams, Jacksonville. I, I will say this. If you go through that list of, of teams and, and look at it this way, who could the Broncos go beat on the road in the playoffs? Kansas City? No. Pittsburgh? No. Buffalo? Maybe. They're good enough on defense to beat anybody on the road in the playoffs. Jacksonville? I don't think so. Houston, they're good enough I don't on think defense so. to beat anybody on the road. Tennessee, yes. Because here, here's the thing. They need to play a team that is not very explosive because I don't think they're going to go on the road and put up a lot of points. That's what the history has shown the last But history has also year. shown very few teams are explosive in the playoffs. 
It just dials down. It, it definitely dials down. I would agree. But it if they go on the road, down. how many points would, they, would this offense score on the road? How many does the defense need? Well, they they were down 10 nothing in the second quarter at home against an 0-5 team, and we both admitted we thought it was over. That tell, well, Jeff, that's I alarming. Said, so I said some games are like that, that's even alarming. with good teams. I mean, I, I can't recall a Bronco team in my lifetime that was down ten nothing at home in the second quarter. Oh, and that's I thought, false. Now you're just now over. you're just like come up like, with one. You're like human Twitter. Come up with one. There's I've seriously plenty that w- that were down ten nothing at home in the second quarter, and I thought they were toast because I, you weren't having fun. I mean, I I just don't think that happened at all. I think it's I think it's I, one of the. I worst think now you're typing offenses. in all caps just to get a reaction. No. I'm, again, come up with one. I can't come up with all one. Right, um, let, let, let's get. Up. We're not going to get to a conclusion on this. It's just we're never going to agree on this subject matter. <laughs> so let's just stop. Are you the voice of reason? Yes, again? I am. Again, let this me ask you really about. Let me ask troubling. you about Brandon McManus. Yes, and, and, and that's an issue. Full disclosure, Brandon is. I, I know him pretty well. Yeah. Okay. I play a lot of golf with Brandon, and I like in his struggles right now with the golf swing. Wow. He's missing right on a lot of these kicks because I think he's. Coming off the ball a little bit, slicing it, and then you overcorrect and you start missing left. So, what what's wrong from what uh, you know? Kickers, kickers, it's one of those things. Even the coaches kind of step away. Yeah, from kickers don't want to mess with. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, but he, you know, he's already missed more than he missed in the Super Bowl. The season, difference the between same, the same difference month. between Brandon and other kickers in this league is this. He doesn't have a coach. Right. He doesn't have a specific kicking coach to lean on. A lot of these guys outside of the organization, they'll go to a guy to fix things. Hey, you know, like golfers. Every golfer's got a swing coach, right? He's never really had any. He doesn't use anyone. Yeah. And I've asked him. I said, why not? He goes, ah, I just don't like people messing with my swing. Like in golf. And and again, kicker, you know, coaches I know in the league think they know everything about everything. Because a lot of times they've been around the game so long, they've been on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like they have a handle, at least on the job description. But nobody, or very few coaches I know, feel like they have a handle on fixing a kick. So again, to go scorched earth, as a lot of fans are apt to do when you're losing a game and you're missing a kick, cut them, cut! They're not going to cut Brandon can't McMahon. Cut, he can't okay? cut people for mistakes. They're not bro. going to cut But him. how long is the leash? That's what I'm at. What What's do you your solution? Do? What, is, what if he goes to San Diego and misses three? two kicks? So, and then he goes to Arrowhead and misses two more kicks. So you got 32 teams who so all have kickers, and uh, where are the extra kickers? I mean, it's Maybe. like didn't left Tampa tackle. Bay, didn't says, Tampa Bay just try out five different guys when they were looking to replace and they're still And they're still missing kicks. Well, they got that Patrick Murray guy in now, right? Nick Folk missed two huge kicks. So your guys' solution to things when there's a problem is, eh, no, no, but, no better pro, no better options. Bro, oh, I like better options if I make a change. Let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and... Right, here, here's yeah, what let's I make know, a though. change and get the same result. That, what's they, the point of that? Well, it's better it's than... fantasy football is what it is. It is. It's fantasy football. I argue with these people every day. It is fantasy football. It's they, not. Everybody, yes, everybody's playing. Well, you guys you're only good if you score where, lots of touchdowns. I mean, it's I mean, just it's, ridiculous. It's not practical. Okay. It's not so logical. Let's play practical. You guys want to get to the end you of the year. You guys. If you're 9 and 7 again, you miss the playoffs, then what do you do? What do you do? And, and Trevor started all 16 games. What's the next step? You draft a quarterback. Okay. And you're going to be drafting it. That's the only way to get a good one. You're you draft drafting 22, 23. 
the Peyton Manning sign and free agency thing will never happen again. I agree. Ever. So all these so people who say Drew Brees and all these things, that's, it's a pipe dream. Yeah, it's a pipe dream. So my point is, if your answer, Vic, is to draft a quarterback. Your point is anybody else except. No. My point is, is, you need to find out if your other guy you drafted in the 20s is not going to. They're not going fi- to find out this year. And if he sucks... Then you're drafting in the top ten, and you know what? You'll probably actually get a good quarterback. They have gonna, a better shot at it. They're not going to find out this year. But where's your fun in in the stinky year to get the number one pick? What are you going to do then? You did say you wanted I, fun. I got an answer. You said fun. I was got gonna, an answer. You might have an answer. I tell you what, it won't be freaking boring. It won't be. <laughs> it won't be boring. We 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 are married. Were you bored during the Dallas game? Okay, so the one game out of five. I mean, if we want to talk about the no, aberration, I'm let's asking use it. You a question. No. So you're going to use how, one how often do you have to be fun? You use one how game. How often you use does four it games. have to be fun? I'll, I'll check my fantasy lineup and then we can talk about the one yeah. game game where he looked good. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to go. Uh, okay. it's top I'll of the leave. hour. Th- no, this is fun. I'm out. Th- see, this is fun. We got to do our fired up finale. I know. Real quick, I was going to get to that right, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, our Troy Hansford fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. He's fired up. Come on. Better at what? Better at what Winning exactly? freaking football games. He wasn't a better quarterback. People. Entertaining Winning people. Winning playoff yes. games. Entertaining people, yes. He was better than Kyle Orton. Kyle, the Kyle Orton You're era here was the statements. most boring uh, era since Craig Penrose. I'm with Manchester. The I'm, records okay. speak for themselves. So, that listen, year. listen. If you don't want hindsight, I'm the guy who says, hey, why don't we try to learn from history around here? Why don't we try to go, well, why was Jake Plummer better than Brian Greasy? Why was Tim Tebow better than Kyle Orton? Why don't we do it again here? But no, let's not learn from hindsight. Let's not learn from the mistakes people have made in the past. Let's just act like all the damn transplants who weren't even here when any of that happened. <laughs> Sorry, I was here. I was a fan what, of the team at what that you point. Need, you I'm know what tired you need? of this. You need, a, you need a very slippery, fast, run first, think on his feet quarterback. In this Gee, offense. If only they had one. Or if only one of those guys was a free agent. They don't God. have one. That's the problem. I'd like to see. They don't. I'd like to see. You don't think they have a slippery, fast, they run don't. first quarterback? No, they got a six foot seven dude who's bigger oh, than. God. No, that's not. Was that slippery? Are you kidding me? <sighs> Go watch him play. <laughs> I think this entire show could qualify as a Troy Hansford finale, to be honest with you. That was one of our uh, more pleasurable debates. Thank you very much, fellas. Jeff Legwald, every Tuesday on this program. <laughs> See you later. We Thanks, enjoy guys. HW, Manchester, Jesse Trujillo. I want to thank our guests, Michael Malone. If you missed that interview, we'll replay it later on. Also, Aqib Tlaib was wonderful today. Up next, it is Hastings and Brownman right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950 is your home for great sports talk. What do you think of the Denver Nuggets? Um, I don't know what to think of them because I still have to see it all come together. Um, I'm still, I still have questions about, um, I'm, I, I, mean, I, I like, um, you know, Emmanuel Moutier, but I still want to see him develop into something more than what I've seen. Um, I really think Gary Harris has the potential to be a phenomenal two-way player, uh, going forward. Um, I think Paul Millsap has proven to be, you know, one of the top more underrated players um, in the game. Um, and I love, love, love uh, Jokic. I've been high on him from the moment I came to Denver a few years ago to do a story on Mike Malone, and I was like, who is this rookie? This guy is special. Like, it, it, he blew me away uh, in the first couple of games I saw him play, and I was like, he's so skilled. 
And then last year, of course, he just really came into his own and people started to recognize it. Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 5.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. Nuggets on three. One, two, three. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Get ready. Backdoor cut and a dunk. Two hands. The journey begins Wednesday when the Nuggets visit the Jazz and the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings. Julie Brownman. Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. 